Hello, hello. Welcome back. Sitting here with Young Scrimmage. Yes, sir. It's an honor. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Of course. Coming out in this kind of weather and shit. God, I just like want to hibernate. You got to do what you got to do. Times. This is the kind of weather where you got to... This is like the creating weather. Stay inside, write, work yeah. on some shit or whatever. Do some chill beats and that kind of stuff, you know? Then we all like unleash all of our shit during the summer. Here's what we've been doing all fucking winter. <laughs> yep, spring but, and summer. That's the, that's the go time. Yes, sir. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a producer, correct? Yes, sir. I'm a producer in the Eastside Sounds uh, studio in East Moline. Uh, I've worked on many tracks and uh, hopefully many more. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you get the name Young Scrimmage? I actually, uh, so when I was making my producer name, I was sitting in my room just like kind of just pondering, you know, what I would name. And I saw on the floor these shoes I just bought recently. It was like, uh, they're like 80 bucks. They're called uh, Reebok Scrimmages. And I said, Young Scrimmage would be a great name. That's when it kind of clicked for me then. I just kind of went with it. And then the tag came along from K Swank. And, and then here we are now, I guess, you know. Hell yeah. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was three years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, three years ago. And it's been a hell of a journey, man. I'll tell you what. Hell yeah. Yeah. Is that around the time you got started or had you been doing it for a while before then? Yeah. That's, that's literally when I, when I first started, you know, I, I didn't have any, I've never worked with music in the past besides like in school for like music class and that kind of stuff, you know, right. but I've always had interest in like making music and it's been, uh, a re- a weird experience. Like jumping into the world of music without any prior knowledge to it and and making something out of it you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's really cool was it did you feel like it was a difficult like learning curve just getting into that kind of yeah life, basically absolutely the the software like fl studios is hard to to navigate and i know the first like two years i was heavy on youtube watching like curtis king and uh, busy work speeds and that kind of stuff and they they tell you a lot of cool things inside knowledge on fl studios i bought courses as well to learn the program better um but i knew once i learned the program that i can make the music that i wanted to and it's all about experience and time in my opinion so over time i got the experience that i have now where i can comfortably make a beat and know it's going to be good mm-hmm. where before it was kind of like a practice thing and, and a learning curve was was still developing at that point, you know? Right, right. Uh, so are you using Fruit Loops? Yes, Fruit Loops. Love mm-hmm. it. Fruit Loops. Uh, FL12 to be specific, I guess. You ever mess with any other ones or you stick to that one? I like, um, when I work with like Fantana, I'll, I'll like, you know, cross over into Ableton sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a, it's a foreign, you know, software for me. Yeah. Like FL is so native to me. I love the way it's laid out. It's really easy for me who, is not musically inclined, you know, outside of like, I don't know, theory and that kind of stuff. Um, so being able to kind of press the buttons and like make a sound, it's really nice for me. Mm-hmm. Ableton's kind of more for like a live musician, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the wave samples and way you cut things is more accommodated for someone who plays live music. Ah, okay. Got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever messed with Ableton or, you know, Fruity Loops like a little bit like years ago, I think. But mm. yeah, it's weird because yeah, they can all be different. Like, what do you use? Uh, I mean, Pro Tools a lot, Pro Tools, and then uh, as far as like making music, I've used like other than software, I've used like hardware and stuff back in the day. Gotcha. Like, uh, yeah, recording stuff. Basically, like drum machine type of equipment stuff like that. But, and that's where yeah. it's at, man. Software, yeah, pretty much just got Pro Tools and use that. Cause like, yeah, sometimes if you want to jump into like a new software or something, you gotta 
it's like a whole nother learning curve <laughs> take yeah, a, take a month or so just to right because every single software has different stuff that that you know is the same trigger for different softwares and mm -hmm. it's it's hard but if you know hardware that's even better obviously you know it's you push the button you you record you lay it down mm -hmm. you know and record that's pretty nice you know yeah yeah i always like the relationship between like a mix of like software and hardware you know mm -hmm. using two into one but pro tools is pretty good too they got a lot of good virtual instruments actually so so if you work with hardware and software how how is your like i guess knowledge of the industry change like as far as you transition from software hardware from software i mean how has it changed yeah so like i guess obviously software has made hardware kind of obsolete right i mean yeah. how has that affected you i guess yeah and like i said like i do like pro tools because it's easy to use and has some similarities to hardware as far as like the setup like i could use like a drum machine plug-in that's kind of set up like an actual physical drum machine might be and you know experimenting with that it um i feel like personally i have more of a learning curve with the software uh maybe that's just because i used to doing the hardware first mm. i don't know but um I guess it seems like most people are using software nowadays, but yeah. I don't know because I guess everyone's different. It just depends on their like preference because, you know, obviously there's still people using like drum machines and shit, but I don't know. I mean, I think it keeps getting better. Like I think there, there's coming out with like more pieces of hardware that are kind of easier to use along with software nowadays, I guess. Like sure. I've seen there's some like pieces of equipment I've been looking at, maybe thinking about picking up a couple things, but i don't know like what uh i'm looking at some stuff from korg mm. the electribe and that's what i like that's what i started using before like i have a korg electribe but like an older version now they have like a newer one you know and that thing's crazy it's like a big square fucking thing tiny tiny little buttons all over it. and oh, it even shit. uses like vacuum tubes like so it looks like some vintage piece of like electronic wow. equipment you know, it looks like some old drum machine synthesizer thing i just like yeah, the feel of hands-on, you know? Yeah, I guess rather that, than software and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like I said, the learning curve. I guess I just pick up the hardware maybe faster. I'm not sure because this thing is kind of crazy. It has like 16 little buttons across the bottom that you could hit keyboard mode and then play it like a keyboard. Oh, or you wow. use it as like a 16 steps, like as a beat, you know, like mm -hmm. the bar or whatever. But uh, So it's pretty diverse. That's insane. Uh, and it's kind of like made to look vintage. Yeah. That's really yeah, cool. I don't know if they were purposely like trying to make it look that way but it's a good idea it looks I mean, really dope i love like vintage <laughs> shit you know what i mean so. yeah i think like that piece of equipment i think like in the future it'll be looked back on as like ooh, this rare fucking or you know rare piece yeah like or something that's highly desired maybe yeah i gotcha uh, oh and it has like a a ribbon arpeggiator you know for like scales on the side yeah oh yeah. wow and yeah so i've been looking at the newer models that they came up with now that look different and a little bit more modern and sleek looking but how much are they uh maybe 400 that's not bad at all it's for not equipment. bad like Damn. for what it is like it's basically like a step sequencer you know so you can lay out beats and stuff and like the model that i had they had a red one and then they had like a blue one mainly the two different units i had the blue one which has a lot of built-in sounds you know and then you can tweak them in your own way by adding all different effects and, gotcha. and this and that tweak it however you want then the red one which i'd like to pick up one of those still too is more geared towards like sampling so you can import more of your own sounds and stuff oh that's which, cool so like the blue one's more of your own kind of uh work and then the sampling is a red one 
Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Wow. I think I'm gonna when I get the new one. I think I'm gonna go for like the sampler type one because yeah, I feel like that'd be easier. Is that how you? Is that easier for you to sample then? Yeah, because I mean you could do a lot with like a built-in uh, sounds and effects, you know. But I just want to expand more, record like weird sounds. Sure. Just bang on this couch and oh, there's my bass. Yeah, like elaborate. <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Just fuck around. Make a like person. a whole album out of like kitchen utensils or something. You can do like some yeah. concept album shit. And I've seen like you know a person that comes to mind that's really talented with that is Wes. Mm. He is mm. he is ungodly with that. Yeah, shout out to Wes. Yeah, insane. Yeah, shout out to Wes. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen him go in the studio with his keys and use his keys for background sounds or just like you know weird like yeah. Like coins and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's know. that shit it's, I like. Yeah, doing weird stuff, you know. Yeah, it's so out of keep it interesting, spice it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's out of the norm. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then I think the electribe that I want to get now. Um. I don't know how I would use that with like my software necessarily. I mean, I'm getting it as a as something that I plan to use live. You know as just a piece of live hardware but then as far as when i'm recording and using the software i'll probably just record right into the program sure like i think i would use other i might use some stuff from pro tools they got good a good library but i don't know i just need to experiment with that shit (laughs) yeah i mean are you interested in using fl and that kind of stuff then or just pro tools where you want to stay uh for the most part i just like pro tools because it has the built-in sounds and i own it already yeah, I guess I'd have to buy something else, but yeah, I'm learning uh, a whole new program. But then stuff. sometimes if you get like a piece of equipment, it's like, oh, it comes with Ableton Lite or you know, like some intro software. Yeah, I've seen that. So, you know, it, it comes with the actual program. Yeah, uh, along with the purchase of the item, then right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like I think uh, there's that one I saw. Yeah, it was Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that was my buddy just gave it to me, and I mean, I that's a hell of a gift. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's just up there now. It's just decoration. I need to. I need to use that. That's yeah, cool. Uh, I was just wondering if I could use that with Pro Tools, but I don't think so. You probably could. Maybe you could. Yeah. So the thing it has Ableton Live with it, but it might be just for Ableton Live, like formatted for yeah the best compatibility, I guess. You know, it looks cool. Yeah, hello buttons for different shit. They have a cool one from FL now. Um, shout out to Scheme. Scheme on the track. He he has this like, it's called it's called the FL key. I think it's called. I'm not sure what it is exactly, but it's like a step sequencer, and it's like, it's so amazing how it goes with FL. Like it just it's really made for that program only, mm-hmm. and it has like a lot of cool lights on and that kind of stuff too. It's really amazing, man. It's only like a hundred bucks too, and the things I've seen him do with it are just out of this world. Yeah, I mean it takes me like 20 minutes to do some things he does in like a minute on the hardware. Yeah, That's yeah, insane. yeah. Yeah, sometimes like you get into software and it's a lot of like menus and sub menus. Yeah, you know, you got to get into here, <laughs> tweaking this yeah, reverb yeah. and that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, it's 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 more tedious, I think, if you have software than hardware sometimes. Yeah. If you just can get a good setup dialed in, it probably would be beneficial. Just you got your hardware, but then you can tweak some software stuff over here. Exactly. It's just, it's just finding the right balance, I guess. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it can get overwhelming. Oh, too much equipment or, or yeah. too little or I don't know. What. Or having like presets, you know, already made and that kind of stuff where your sounds is always a good idea too, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. You know? Definitely. I should bust that out though. 
Yeah, give it a shot. A bunch of buttons. I could program so many <laughs> like samples. But if not, the lighting's pretty cool, though. You know. I know. I know. I would yeah, just great. use it as like a. You put it next to your setup and just have it, the lights going off, so mm-hmm. people think, "Oh wow, look at him go!" Going. Like, yeah, yeah. Wow, he's so talented. God, there's so <laughs> many of those like Instagram videos, or I, I, I swear people are just faking it on the uh, drum pad and that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? It's lighting yeah. up and all that kind of stuff. And... They're using it as a fucking light machine. Yeah, something. like an aesthetic stage tool. light. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But I do have like when I'm using the software, I got like a you know big keyboard to lay down whatever, and I'd like using a keyboard controller that has pads on that too. Yeah. So mine's got like several of those so do you have like an uh, akai or whatever or uh, what is it? the uh what it's the launch key the launch key. who was that was that fuck something with a maybe it started with an a mm. Mm. the kai what was it the akai i don't think yeah mine's the akai or mine just broke actually yeah, i don't think it was the akai. So. i think it was oh yeah novation Novation. Novation, that was it, yeah. And see, that that keyboard might have come with, like, Ableton Light or something else, too. That's cool, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I'm not sure. But, but yeah, I think I want to get back into that Electribe. That thing's crazy. It sounds insane. Yeah. And, like, the one I have, I told you, has, like, the the ribbon, like, arpeggiator. And then it has, like, a lever next to it that you can use. But the new one is just, like, a bigger square pad without the lever. So mm. it's just all touch. So I think that'd be What's the lever better. for? Uh, the, that, the lever is for like the notes or like the scale like the pitch basically gotcha, high okay. and low and then yeah you, you're just using the ribbon for like the uh, the attack or what you would call it like or whatever you would call it but uh like the modulation yeah, feel or yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. like smooth and then like hard kind of shit cool. like that but I think yeah the new one's just like you know cause that one you're up and down basically and using the lever this one you just probably up and down side to side kind of ah fuck around with that's cool yeah. pad or something get real groovy with it people are crazy with instruments have you ever heard of muse muse yeah band. no they're like popular from europe and shit actually wait yes i have are they from like uh early 2000s or yeah, yeah 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 real popular definitely. around land and shit uh the guitar player he's a crazy fucking musician matt bellamy and he gets a lot of like custom-made guitars no his shit. guitars have like pads on them what the so fuck? you can like fuck all crazy with the effects and no shit way guitar, Instead like, of like foot pads or like i mean i'm sure guitar. he has some kind of pedal setup but i don't know much about it but uh wow. i know that he uses a lot of custom guitars and he just bought like a the company that made his custom guitars i think he like just bought the company holy <laughs> shit yeah, jesus that's some pimp shit man. i think also they said that they might be coming out with like because it's a fancy high-end guitar company but i think they're coming out with like more affordable stuff too so so lower end on yeah. the cost he should come out with like some affordable guitar with like a fucking yeah, like a modulation yeah on it. i have no idea what the starting price on that shit is <laughs> i don't know whatever he wants i guess <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy man yeah yeah so that and that's again that's kind of like his guitar it's like blending software and like hardware basically sure electronic hardware stuff like weird and that's kind of the future i think you know is yeah is live performance yeah you know music but like with software built into it perhaps yeah man i think like there's so many instruments out there but i still think we could come up with like newer shit like a new instrument there has to be some you know people are like reinventing instruments in certain ways i saw there's like a new guitar coming out that's like uh what would you call it it's where you can like like 
swap out parts and shit like oh i want these kind of pickups in the guitar or, or no whatever shit. or this by yourself you're gonna swap it out basically yeah whoa and it's made out of like you know it's not just like a wood body guitar it's like made out of like plastics and other like you know fake materials i guess wow and i guess the one benefit to that would be like you don't have to worry about like the weather like warping your instrument you know like like a wood instrument or something like that sure but shit like that is weird yeah that's really out yeah. of out of the box thinking you know? <laughs> yeah like why would you need that but then you need that you know what yeah I mean? that's crazy so what? it's like kind of like those glasses that you can like change the lens out but you change like the just the layout of the guitar yeah that's really insane yeah so you can get different tones and different setups i don't know hmm. but it'd be interesting to fuck with yeah but what instruments do you think they might come out with in the future like what don't we have <laughs> that's the thing it's like there's so much shit yeah, I mean, they have, like, crossbreeds of a lot of different, like, I call them crossbreeds, yeah. I guess, of, like, different instruments and kind of stuff. I mean, you have, like, the harmonica, the lute. You have all these things that are, like, you know, already established through the course of time. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else they can do to make noise, you know, that, I mean, it blows my mind what's already out there. <laughs> yeah, you know you, I mean? you'll find, like, an instrument that, like, you would never even think of. Like, yeah, yeah, this is from 2,000 years ago. Or, like, yeah, some, like, what the hell, yeah. foreign instrument or something. Yeah. But, Man, that's like a the... bone flute or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, the other thing, I need to just get like a bigger studio space so I can just start adding to my collection again. I that's think cool. I just need like a lot of worldly instruments, you know, like old timey, like Japanese instruments. Just like some that cool kind of shit to shit. sample and all that. That'd yeah. Because nice. yeah. Yeah. that's, I mean, as far as instruments themselves, the next thing you can do as far as innovation is, you know, blending styles of music obviously so. sure and that's happened that happens across the board you yeah, know i mean yeah. especially in rap music right now it's it's right. getting very heavily cross-breeded with uh different genres yeah and it seems know. like people have done a lot with music it's like it's like what more can you do music just keeps evolving into like i don't know what because like if you showed people like from 1900 like music from today they'd be like, this, like i don't know the what fuck the fuck is this, this is yeah. like <laughs> but yeah, that'd be a tough time travel right there, I'll, I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah, and people say music's come pretty far already. Like, you know, like like some people act like, oh, what more could you do? It's like, well, I think there's room for innovation always. Sure. Basically, but like it's crazy. You've gone all the way from like classical music and insane shit all the way down to like like noise bands or something, like just weird audio experimentation, like shit like that. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, what more could you do? But yeah, I think there's some wiggle room. Yeah. yeah, there's some crazy acts out there. And I mean, to go on to your point, like, there's always new artists that are being birthed, you know, every day, mm -hmm. you know, new artists that are growing that I can't keep up with it, you know, oh, how God. many people are popping and that kind of stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? So I think what, what you said is very true as far as the innovation of music. It's going to be just recreating the sound that's already there and adding on to it, like copying people before you yeah. to make a new sound after them with their sound in mind already. Mm -hmm. I think like people like Gunna and like Young Thug, Future, and how they're using like guitar and their beats and that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. making it more musical. I think it's really cool right. the integration of music right now. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, it's like the fucking. I love the sound of like of a melodic guitar with an 808 behind it and like a kick and snares and all that kind of stuff. It's fucking. It's hot, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And then. It kind of speaks like to the old school too, in a sense, like sure, because the old school is just like sampling records, you know, all the time. So that's all it was, really, like so, Dre and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, like sampling shit like crazy. And then at one point, 
just more companies were coming out with like these drum machines and things along those lines and you know we had synthesizers for a while and just I mean and of course people have always sampled but there came a point where it just became like all digital basically and then yeah, it's yeah. Like now we're trying to get back to like acoustic instruments and things like that I'm thinking around like 808 Heartbreaks time you know our teep when t-pain was really popping yeah that's when that like digital sound was right. so popular and the auto-tune was coming <laughs> the auto-tune, just now. Yeah, people yeah. get obsessed with like shit like that that yeah. comes out so yeah i fucking i, I love auto-tune on artists that i work with voice you know i mean it can just add the slightest amount of sauce that it's needed to be there yeah you know yeah I, mean? I think it helps it can be great used in like certain ways but i think it can be easily overdone <laughs> exactly and that that's you gotta be careful line. out there there's a fine line out there with auto-tune man yeah. for real yeah you know what's funny i think like if you think about like music from the 80s i mean we don't know much because we weren't alive back then but sure that seems like a blend of like older acoustic instruments and like electronic shit because with the rise of like pop music Mm -hmm. what we now think of as like pop music like all digital type stuff and very synthy yeah stuff back in the 80s and that was huge back then you know i fucking love the 80s music yeah and then even like regular bands like there was something about the 80s that was like weird sounding they always got that like snare yep and like heavy snares yeah. dramatic drums like reverb that on that snare and shit yeah. and like all that Their videos are fucking awesome too back then yeah yeah i love it man and yeah music is weird as fuck yeah it's a it's a strange thing and it's fucking awesome to like you know be creative in, in the music lane in the music industry you yeah. know yeah it's cool to see how all this is coming along and i don't know man it's it's truly inspirational every single day i wake up that I can go to the studio and, and make something that's tangible that mm-hmm. people can really enjoy. That right. can be, I think that's weird as fuck, but people really like it a lot. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah, man. You're just making music and you're just like getting a rush just because people said, oh, that's cool, man. Like, yeah, like, shit. Yeah, cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate the praise, you know? Yeah. That's, I love praise. <laughs> yeah. Keep it coming. <laughs> yeah, keep it coming, man. Yeah. But yeah, shit. Man, so, uh, so it's been three years, basically. Yeah, three years. It's been a it's been a nice three years. I'm not gonna lie. I've always had support, you know. And even when I didn't, I supported myself, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And yeah, you got to exactly as a creative, you you have to trust your own intuition, your own voice, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that like uh, I've had a lot of hardships over the three years, you know. And it's cool to have music to fall back on to mm-hmm. to push forward. Yeah, essentially. And then those hardships are gonna like shape your. Music too. It already has. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm very proud of. You know, yeah. the culmination of my music now is through my years of whatever I had inside of me. You know right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Coming out and I don't know, man. I I thank music for everything in my life right now. Yeah. Definitely. Man, I think humans need to be more creative. I fucking agree with you on that. Like, I mean. Obviously, there's a bunch of musicians, artists, creatives of all types. But then, you know, you run into, like, some people that, like... Just don't create. They don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. I'm just, like, mind-blown the whole time. Like, wow. They work the fucking nine-to-five every day. Yeah. And they think like, that, like, that's what you do. You just go home and you suffer from not having anything to do. No passion, no side job, nothing like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very unfortunate. I, I hope those people have a very, you know very fruitful life after that you know after the fact when they retire perhaps and that kind of stuff but right but some people love just staying in their house all day and not doing shit and that kind of sucks man yeah and you can have hobbies too 
like you can and you can have hobbies that you know alleviate depression and shit like if you're uh yeah yeah and they don't have to necessarily be creative things you can play video games or whatever fucking collect stamps or <laughs> some kind yeah, of some whatever shit, you know, yeah coins, some shit like stuff. go bird watching or whatever other non-creative hobbies there are i guess yeah but there's a lot but, of cool ones that people can jump into and, yeah. and i wish that the world was more creative yeah you know i think that's what would save a lot of people from their pain and their suffering that kind of stuff you know yeah yeah because i just can't help but think like when i talk to someone that like doesn't do anything i'm just like so you're like severely depressed yeah because i would be yeah <laughs> you know cause, I, I mean know. we all know that guy you know yeah. or girl whatever who doesn't do anything and, and mm. they do seem kind of depressed don't they they don't have anything to look forward to and yeah. it's very unfortunate right you know yeah because people that don't necessarily create you know they look up to creatives like you know their favorite musicians or favorite artists oh i wish i could i wish i was as good as whoever and and if they just fucking did it if they just did it you know you ain't gotta be good at it yeah you ain't gotta be good at it and that was my perspective i mean i looked up to metro Boomin and like all these guys especially like three years ago when they were really at the top of their game like south side um fucking tm88 you know all these guys and I never, I never really thought that I could do that until I downloaded FL Studio one day and just fucking started doing it. Yeah. And now I have the potential to follow their footsteps and become, if not as great, greater than them, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's that's the cool thing about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. This all it was was taking a shot, and that's what people need to do is take a fucking shot. Yeah. My opinion. Now look at you. We got a video filming tomorrow that's right <laughs> you know yeah, like we're yeah. doing Fucking, shit like, uh, scrim so. reaper man i'm so excited for that video shoot tomorrow too man is that pl- have a planned release yet or you don't know yet the video shoot um the video itself i'm not too sure probably the next month or so because we're also shooting at our concert as well on uh the 31st in our city uh it's called snow days cozy nights is the concert it's at gabe's our city at, okay uh nine o'clock i believe nice yeah nice yeah, so five dollars online for the ticket sales, seven dollars for uh, pre-sale. Not bad. At the house, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. So we'll be doing a sh- we'll do- we'll be doing like an actual separate shot there because we don't have everyone coming to the actual uh, video shoot. So we'll be doing the first primary shot at the party scene, mm-hmm. second shot at the concert. Kind of going crazy to the shit. Ooh. A live action I shot. I see of it that. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna man. be sick. Yeah, I can't oh, wait. Yeah. Now, what was your uh, project that you just had out recently? Yeah, it's called uh, Blacklight Love. Um, Black it's Light Love. man, I'll tell you what, it's, it's definitely my my biggest accomplishment so far as an artist. I remember like jumping into that particular project and thinking about like what I could do creatively, and I wanted to make I had this fucking burning desire to make an R and B you know type tape or whatever. And have my own twist onto it because you've never done that before. Never, I I, I never really done it, but I've I've loved R and B for the past like a year probably, as I've been more exposed to it and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And what I've done with that is I made like an R and B alternative rap, you know, project EP. It's a four track EP, and from top to bottom, it's fucking amazing in my opinion. I recommend everyone to listen to it. Um, and if you don't, you know, whatever, I don't mind. Um, but yeah, it features like K Swank. Um, Sons of Mars, uh, nice. Eastside Ave, Taj, Fantana, and I'm also on Tiffany, and we both sing on that kind of stuff, so it's pretty cool. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome, man. Really, it's great. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
Um, how how many other releases have you had before? I have. Um, I fully produced SS1 with Case Wank, um, so I consider that my project as well. We both did the marketing, the promo pushes for that, and then I also you know self produced the entire album, and then um, I also dropped No Game, so I have three under my belt, um, fully produced. But I've worked with so many artists, and I, and if you go to Eastside Sounds, the, all the plaques, I'm on probably nine percent, ninety percent of the, the plaques are on the wall, all the different, uh, you know, album covers, that kind of stuff. So cool. Yeah, it's been a fucking blessing, man. Yeah. I think on my Spotify, I have like forty-two songs, that I produce. I have a playlist called Scrim Essentials, and it's like I think I have like forty-two on there, and then I know I have more across the board on SoundCloud, that kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah. It's pretty deep, you know? Hell yeah. Yep. It's going to keep building. Yeah, exactly. This year, along. I already have a lot of places on projects this year. I'm really excited for um, one being like Fantana's work that he's doing right now. I have one on uh, GL's new product he's putting out here pretty soon. And uh, one on uh, Two Chili at Spurgs, Aves, and uh, Lijo's project. So. I'm pretty stoked, man. Just keep piling it on mm-hmm. every time. That's all it is. Yeah, man. Keep working. Keep grinding. Yeah, exactly. And think, if you just didn't do shit three years ago. Right, you know? yeah. <laughs> I don't know where my life would be if I didn't, like, you know, pick up a music because that's been my passion and purpose ever since then, you know? Yeah. I'm very proud of myself for doing that. Yeah. And, you know, I could have been the person who didn't who didn't have a, a creative passion and live life aimlessly, I guess, you know, that kind of stuff, so fucking grateful man and you said it was just like just being inspired by the people you like listening to yeah well i uh i had a hardship that just happened and i had to find a hobby that like you know i wanted to pick up for the time pretty much that mm-hmm. i'd be spending at home that kind of stuff and not doing the things i was doing and i figured i'd might as well down fl studios and that's how it just kind of started you know just yeah. curiosity killed the cat and I'm happy to be that dead cat. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Ooh, dead cat. I wonder if that's like an artist name. This should be. Yeah. <laughs> dead Garfield. I don't know. I'm sure Nine Lives is taken. Nine Lives. Wow, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Dead cat. Nine Lives for the album name. Or Dude, nowadays, like if you want to think of an artist name for yourself, you just got to start testing out the social media handles yeah is it taken yet yep yep or, or like do a dead cat 01 maybe yeah like that. i don't know and that gets that gets slippery you know yeah <laughs> like, you know? yeah it could be the fake name that kind of is stuff is your uh do you have like your social media handle is it like different all straight nope oh. it's young scrimmage all the way through you see that's good yeah you know that's good i got very fortunate a guy tried stealing my fucking name mm. like two years ago and I, I kind of fought him on SoundCloud about it and that kind of stuff. And he changed his name. But I had it already established and, like, you know, trademark and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it was kind of nice. I have it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all young scrimmage. And no one else has claimed it yet. So mm-hmm. got very lucky. Yeah. Someone else was saying it's like, you know, you got to have, like, Google ability. Yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely. And I'm actually on Google, too. If you search young scrimmage. I'm a, a an artist on there. I have a knowledge panel, all that kind of stuff too. So. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's nice. I've done all that. I did all that shit, you know, that I had to do for it. So it's it's a really great fucking tool. And it's crazy, like how hands on everything is nowadays. Like yeah. being a a creative, you know, like I mean, 
it's just <laughs> it's no you know no one's i mean people are still you know bands are trying to you know get signed or whatever get labels and shit but that's not necessarily that's really not the main path anymore you know no independence way to go yeah i mean definitely really my my recommendation for someone who wants to get on a label it's like if you really want that money like right up front you're more than welcome to do that mm-hmm. and suffer the 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 percentages lost by signing to a label and that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. if you go independent and make 100 percent of your profits i mean like holy shit dude like you're making way much more at the top because if there are a record label they need an incentive obviously to, to sign you on so they're going to take either your merch you know dude nowadays they take like a cut of everything yeah a 360 used, deal is what it's called yeah yeah because yeah, like it used to be oh they get like all the album sales and you go on tour and everything else you, you make all that money you, but now it's like they want a cut of everything because uh-huh. they're they don't have that much pull anymore that's what it is i think that uh if i'm if i'm thinking correctly here i think that uh, spotify and apple music are going to become their own uh labels in the future is what i predict i think mm. that spotify will have their mm. own record label because they have they have the playlist opportunities to put anybody on you know yeah let's say they hired they signed me on board and they put me on those top playlists that's like creating artists have nothing really you know what i mean they could have easy pull with that right man yeah so now you as being an artist you gotta like to be a good successful artist especially on your own you gotta know a lot of different stuff (laughs) you have to know a lot of shit you gotta perfect your craft with you know that's the main thing of being an artist is being a good artist you know perfecting your craft but that's just like a piece of it now yeah you know you gotta have a be a little business savvy you know you gotta you have to know some tricks and like you have to know because if you don't know shit you'll get fucked over by somebody and that knows their Mm -hmm. shit you know what i mean yeah because you sign on to a deal and they take half your profits, you might be missing out like a million dollars someday. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you don't want to do that if if you can learn the business side of it yourself and go that route. There's a lot of people on YouTube who will teach you how to do the business stuff and do your licensing and all that kind of sh- and shit. You know? Yeah. Find the right websites to put your shit on and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah and then you know like you were saying setting up the google stuff you know just getting all that dialed in and like trademarking copywriting and And it's a pain in the ass but you have to do it man but it makes you feel good yeah i think so you know once you got some getting your shit set up it's Mm -hmm. like all right my shit's coming together now (laughs) and you can uh, you can tell someone hey like just google me and you'll find me you know what i'm saying like or you can like tell them hey you can search for my album and it'll pop up on google in the top you know results and that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. that's fucking nice to have in your pocket right yeah. if you can do it yeah you know? definitely so yeah it's yeah because you're, you're just like pulling a lot of the weight that like labels used to do like you know you got to market yourself and all that yeah that was their job was to to market for you and that's that's really what it's for is like you know you you are giving them x amount of dollars for them to put you on mm-hmm. pretty much you know and they'll they'll feed you to all these top playlists and top providers that kind of stuff and right i don't know if you can find your way that yourself you know i think like russ is one of the guys who i don't, know, I don't really know russ too much but he's one of the guys who did himself all the way through like beats you know recording himself and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then the business side of it just made a lot of money right. from being independent all the way yeah it's possible nowadays and people don't realize that too much mm-hmm. i think right and then it's just like 
an artist or like anybody who's just trying to make it you know they you just have to like diversify everything you're not just an artist everyone's got a clothing line now everyone's got a podcast now yeah yeah kind of shit, you know and it's crazy but, man but i think that you know with that being said there's always the cream of the crop you know there's gonna be people who are at the top of any region where there's local international or national or whatever mm-hmm. they're gonna be the top of their line and that's what i think is really very important to think about because there's a thousand there's a millions of producers but there's only a few that get recognized and and ri- rise the ranks obviously right most of the podcasts or anything like that too so right right yeah just refining your craft and becoming better and better yeah you know yeah and even like find a little niche or something whatever is your yeah whatever can be your gateway <laughs> i think like you know joe rogan's like fucking you know his conspiracy theories obviously right you know, yeah that kind of stuff yeah. or whatever you know um have you so you basically just been using fruity loops and the laptop the software and everything yeah um, that's about it i uh unfortunately my um my MIDI key keyboard uh fucking broke <sighs> a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago now actually the, i know yeah i've used it for like an entire since i actually started <laughs> oh jesus and it's like you know i've been a staple and we're gonna hang it up on the on the wall uh, pretty mm. soon just like kind of commemorate all the songs I made yeah that's cool you know on the tracks uh, that are in the studio you know and that kind of stuff but the middle key just came right off I was just like I was doing 808s with it oh, and what I do is I double tap it kind of like this to make it like a drum pad but I use the keyboard for some reason I don't know why I do it it's a quirky thing I guess or whatever as a producer but I hit it way too hard and popped right off and it snapped and I tried finding replacements and, and keys yeah, I you can can't fix it or nothing yeah. no if I like <laughs> if I um if I like uh burnt the plastic and made a new like I don't know like hook onto it yeah. I could do it but you got to hit up someone with a 3D printer or exactly something, something like that yeah and it's not worth the fucking hassle man yeah. it's not that's that away. planned obsolescence they plan for it to break down eventually see so they're smart man for another one uh huh <laughs> just make a new key or whatever. That I, sounds pretty good on you though. Like, yeah, man, I'm fucking such a hardcore producer. I fucking broke the goddamn right, and that's how I felt about it too. I was like, I don't give a fuck, you know, yeah. fucking. And and we're I go, hang I go it hard, up. bro. I swear, I go. <laughs> and it deserves to be on the wall now, I guess. Yeah, I'm so damn hard. That, that'd you know be a cool I mean? piece to have hung up too. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so now I just use the 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 you know laptop for my majority of my production. Mm-hmm. I found that I've always wanted to do that, but I would just use the piano keys as like my escape from like going onto the laptop only and now that i'm doing laptop only i'm very fucking proud of myself because now i can just take that anywhere and work yeah i'm saying i don't need to have the bulky ass little keyboard or whatever Mm -hmm. i can do my own thing that's really nice yeah that's good yeah helps you hone another side of your skills basically exactly yeah so there's always a silver lining in everything that happens you know what i mean and that's that's one of them obviously you got anything in mind as far as getting a new controller or anything right now no i, I kind of want to stick with the uh the, stay, the laptop stay more portable and everything yeah, yeah it's it's a cool thing man i don't know like like i said i can just go to i'm getting my car and just like you know plug in the laptop and and trust my process on the laptop itself without having the keyboard anymore and that yeah, stuff. yeah, so that's, yeah. that's really nice oh yeah that's good yeah you think you ever get tired of it in the future you want to like like spread out into like something else what do you mean like i mean as far as equipment or even instruments yourself or whatever or, yeah, or, or even different types of software right that's the crazy thing man i definitely uh 
I've dabbled in like being an artist as well. I think I want to travel down that lane too a little bit and to see what I can do creatively myself because I know how to make my own beats and that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I, I'm sure I can make some really good music if I just applied my own artistic creativity to it. Um, so with an instrument being my vocals, that'd be one thing I'd work on, definitely. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to learn more about piano theory, mm. music theory, that kind of stuff, and, and really dive into the roots of it so I can just hone my craft even better. You know, like learning chords that the right way. You know, like learning all the shit, because it can only refine you. Yeah. You know, it's not gonna hurt me by any means. So, man, yeah, I feel like I've been doing music like my whole life, but I wish that like, I wish as a kid, I wish I was forced into like piano lessons or something. Right. Like, dude, I'd be like fucking Mozart right now. That'd be like, fucking nice, it. man. Damn it. Yeah. Because you know, that's like one of the best instruments that you could possibly ever know. The piano. Yeah. Definitely. So. It's fucking universal, man. Yeah. Everyone loves a piano. The range and what you can do with it. You mm-hmm. can get laid super easy if you're really fucking good. See, I have no problem with that, but yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah, you got no problems here, but yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand <laughs> that, man. Yeah. I, you just be that guy at the party. You just play the piano <laughs> or the piano man at the bar you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> but yeah that's that's something i definitely want to learn is is how to just crack it out on a fucking piano yeah you know? yeah yeah one guy that i'm very impressed by i'm actually working with him too i forgot to mention him we're dropping an ep here pretty soon it's mm-hmm. called uh the south american succubus mm-hmm. and his name is uh young flay aka young flavius is what i call him as well okay. yeah flavius <laughs> He's a very saucy man. He also goes by Jake Overstreet. And he is he is just such a beautiful musician on the piano. Like he just he, he knows how to just crank it out. He's very jazzy with it. And like I'm very proud to work with them. In fact, on Blacklight Love, um, I have a song called Science Love Scrimmix. And it's called Scrimmix, it's a scrimmage remix. And it's his song originally, and I just did a remix of it and put Casewink on it. And but he's on the keys and he did all that shit and it's fucking really awesome, man. Because we can be at the middle of a party or we can be at you know a, a venue. And he'll just he'll crank out that that melody. Yeah, and it's really cool to see yeah. that in live and people love it. You know what I mean? So right. Yeah, he's he's a very talented musician. I'm very proud to work with him. Hell yeah! yeah I remember years ago, like I was working with the. I was in a band with this kid who was like just so good at fucking piano, like just like Doesn't it blow your mind? Beethoven shit, like yeah. You know, I think he had been playing since he was like seven, and he was like at least seventeen at the time. So he had like you know ten plus years in at the time, even and just fucking. It's like damn, I wish I would have learned piano like that. Right. I'm like damn, man, because <laughs> I'll tell so you, good. <laughs> it's crazy. I'll tell you a fucking really crazy story that I've never really told anyone like on public before. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple of years ago, 4th of July, um, we're tripping, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and my buddy was like four tabs deep, right? Mm. So he was just out of his mind pretty much. <laughs> and he like, he grabbed his violin cause he's like, he just knows violin very well. Yeah. And he played like Mozart. Oh my God. On acid, and that was the most beautiful thing I ever seen in my fucking life. That's like this crazy. guy was tripping balls. Especially if you're on acid too. Like, you'd be, you have to be so focused, and like that one like bad stroke that you do on it would piss you off. I'm sure you know what I mean. Yeah. And he just played it perfectly, and it was like the most amazing thing I ever seen in my fucking life. Truly was was remarkable That's and changed crazy. me. Yeah. Have you ever played violin? I've never played violin, dude. I like tried. Like I bought one one at one time like years ago. 
like tried to play dude it's so hard <laughs> what was your experience like so it was tough then yeah and i've heard that like you should take lessons so you learn proper technique and stuff which you know i never did but so like positioning and that kind of yeah. stuff then and all that my problem was like dude like it's such a tiny little neck that like I'll put like one finger down like right next to it and it's like I've changed like four notes it's like right. super like small like sensitive I'm like how am I supposed to even yeah and you use like the guitar where it's like a fatter neck right yeah, it's easier yeah. to move your fingers and yeah, stuff yeah 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 it's, it's like, so precise damn, dude like you know maybe I'll do it one of these days I'll try again get, take some lessons when I have some spare money yeah something. give it a shot why not one thing I want to do for sure that I've I've always wanted to do this but I never have tried yet I do want to try to play cello the cello I really dig that that's that big ass thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you gotcha. can have a bigger bass, but you can have like a smaller cello too. But yeah. Got it. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, I'm into bass myself, so it might be more my route. Also. Right. More your lane. Maybe. I like the, the tonal sound also, just the low shit. So. Where it's like, it's like deeper cause of the, the construction of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Way bigger and deep. So, mm. and I feel like maybe even playing like this is easier than like this. I don't know. <laughs> Sure. Maybe. Yeah, but, it might be because it's more stationary instead of like, because I feel like you put it in your neck, it's so uncomfortable already. You know what I mean? And yeah. doing this stuff is, and again, just so small. It's like this is bigger. I can maybe. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. A little but, easier to use. Maybe. But. Um, have you some, taken classes before? Like not for any of that. I've never taken no, never for string instruments. I wish I would have done that too. But yeah. I will. I'm gonna do cello someday. Dude, fuck yeah, man. Do what dope. you want, man. But, I mean, I was raised with like doing. I remember when I was a little kid, I was putting like the boys' choir and stuff, like mulling boys' choir kind of shit. So okay, doing, doing that, and then I was in like band in school. I yeah. played trumpet, so I guess I can play that. The trumpet man, I got you. I can Very still cool. play that because it's not that hard. I guess if you know how to play that, I guess it's kind of like riding a bike. Maybe it's been a while. But do you have one? A trumpet? I don't. Ah. I did buy one again at some point around the same time I bought that violin. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get trumpet again too. No shit. Then I ended up getting rid of both of them, but. Again, like I said, I'll get a bigger studio space again someday. We're kind of cramped in here right now. We're running out, running out of room. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna, I need a whole room, a whole warehouse for like. So, what was your inspiration when you bought the the violin? Wanting you... to just incorporate different types of music into my music, which is just weird alternative stuff. And right, yeah, just I love the idea of fucking with different types of instruments. Just be a little bit abstract, you yeah. know. I That's a, cool. I need a giant studio. All See, kinds of equipment laid out. And that's how, like, great innovations are made in music, you know? Just just trying some random shit, and then it catches, and you keep making the same shit. Mm -hmm. And then it's a genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. That's fucking cool, man. I, I definitely admire that. Yeah. I mean, it's fun as fuck. Like, music. God. I wonder who's, like, the most experienced musician like if there's like a guinness world record for a person who can play the most instruments you know there's like, gotta be someone who's a fucking pretty like savant. well <laughs> like yeah i mean i wonder because you could do a lot you don't even have to be that good to do certain things and how they test that is have like a bunch of like because you know the guinness world records people they come out and they like you know record and that kind of stuff yeah they just have them like in a warehouse with instruments you just like lap around shit and and they'd have to be like that. decent at each one not yeah. like you know, like, you don't have to be like a virtuoso or something, but yeah, no pretty savant, good. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I wonder. Maybe I wonder if that is a record or not. There's gotta be someone out there who just like picks up any instrument and can just like go insane with it. Mm -hmm. You know, just understand every single way that it works and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Might be interesting to see. I feel like if you're a musician, you need to like check your ego a lot. 
because what do you mean? when it comes to playing instruments, it's like if you want to, I don't think it's healthy to act like you're like, I mean, you should have confidence, of course, but it's annoying if someone's like, I'm the best motherfucker at this and that. It's like, no, you're not. Absolutely. <laughs> you're not, though. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking so true. Like being a musician in any realm, whether it's being a producer or like a live musician yeah. or someone can just like pick up a guitar and play and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like humbleness goes a long ways in our field. Yeah. You know what I mean, you have to be humble and like. If you think you're the shit, someone's going to surpass you. Right, right. You know, I think even the greatest musicians don't think they're the shit, really. Right, yeah. And you can act, like, cocky in certain situations or even, like, to be funny or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a joke or something yeah, like that, sure. But, like, you know. I'm the best uh, ever do it, you know, the best in north, south, east, and west. You know, that's that's a great way to do it. But, like, yeah. saying that, you know, I'm better than you or something like that or talking shit like that is, is not necessary. You know what I mean? Or even, like... Even like a mainstream like pop artist, it's like you might have a number one hit, and you could you could brag all you want about that. Congratulations. Sure, it's a lot to say, but it's like you got to know. It's like you're never gonna be like the best piano player in the world or something, you know. Sure. The best piano player in the world probably might not ever have a number one single because that's just not how the music charts are nowadays. <laughs> and a lot of times, like, they what I've noticed are people who like are very talented. They don't really put on music. They just like perform music. True. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. It's a big different lane. Or people that are like session musicians, like mm-hmm. background musicians or in orchestras and shit. Just like they get known in the industry. Yeah. Like, oh, he's played on 20 this, this, this. number one albums or something, but you never heard of him in the, your life. No shit. <laughs> they're just exactly. like a session musician for like some record company. See, they're fucking low key. That's what I like about them a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've met a few artists who are just like that kind of, you know, that don't put on music, but they're just fucking really talented in mm-hmm. their field. And it's like, okay, well, I respect your craft. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But some might look at their accolades and say, you know, they're not really doing shit because they don't have any streaming on Spotify and that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. they can beat you in anything, you know, right. like musically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then again, with like, with like the ego, I think it's like, I mean, unless you want to be like just blinded by your ego i wouldn't recommend that sounds ignorant but sure (laughs) but i mean like because i have to like know that it's like okay i'm never gonna be the best guitar player in the world i have to be okay with that Mm -hmm. you know or else you're just gonna be like depressed if you're like a psychopath i gotta be the best you know yeah because you're always you're setting yourself up for a standard that you're never gonna fucking reach yeah if you just say that i'm gonna go in and create something even if it fucking sucks then, then yeah. the humbleness is there. And I'm going to see how good I can get over the span of my lifetime. Great. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but to put yourself in a standard of I'm going to be the fucking best in the world, that's great to like set that as a goal. I think you should have that goal, but don't like kill yourself over it. Exactly. Kind of mentality, you know? Like, yeah. You should, I think I've, I've always thought that myself. You should like, you should always strive for perfection, but know that perfection doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. That's I like that. That's Maybe. very nice. Yeah, thanks. Because <laughs> especially as a musician, it's like, what is perfect? You know, it's yeah, that, it's yeah. subject for especially anything creative. It's all subjective. Exactly, so. it's subjective. It's subject for approval by others, by the masses. You know, even if you're talking about like artwork, mm-hmm. like you know, I love great paintings and sculptures, whatever. And I see some modern artwork, and I'm like, that is dog shit. <laughs> like, yeah, know, but like, that's, that's some bullcrap. Some things right I'm just not into, sorry. Like, yeah, like, much. that's shitty. But, like, you know, some might see that same exact picture and say, wow, I'll pay a million dollars for that fucking picture. And you have mm-hmm. no idea why, but they feel compelled to pay that much money for yeah. that service. And I think that's a perspective that, like, every artist should 
no matter what field you're in, in music especially, is cater to those people who view your art as a $1 million art. Yeah, 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 yeah. want to, they see your art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. You're going to find some people that don't give a fuck, but then someone else is going to be crazy over your shit. Yeah. Like, wow, that's fucking insane. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I'm just not into, like, modern art in the sense, like, I go into a gallery and it's like a a black canvas, like, (laughs) $5,000. Right. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. It's like, that. Like, wow, that is... Sorry, it's not my style, but I want to go look at the fucking crazy like huge painting that's like detailed as shit or like that like uh like hyper realism or what what's the actual term like i don't know hyper realism or something like that where it's like those Hyper-realism. that shit that's like it looks better than a photograph you know but it's yeah. like fucking paintings like how like i'll never yeah, they're be so <laughs> precise and like they're so perfect with it yeah know? like it's crazy like you can never be that good but absolutely and i think that like when i think of art and that kind of stuff like i love like random like strokes like kind of like van gogh's kind of like yeah, art style yeah. you know that kind of stuff yeah um but as far as like you know that kind of stuff like the stuff you're talking about i admire it but i don't find that to be compellingly like attractive to me as far as art goes but weird shit like that i like looking at something that's fucking just completely random that someone just fucking splatted paint on yeah, you know, yeah. being fucking like Arctic, you know, artistic like complete kind of abstract. Yeah, complete yeah, abstract. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot because, like, that's truly where you look at it and you're like, I fucking love that. Yeah. Or I fucking hate that. Right. You know, you have that that real definitive separation of what's good and bad in your mind mm-hmm. as art goes. Right. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love that shit too. Yeah, it's that crazy cool. abstract shit. I just like, I wouldn't pay for it. Right. <laughs> Unless right. I really liked it, like oh that's sick. But and I find that because I do art myself, so I'll just be like, I'll just make it. I'll just make something I like. Yeah, exactly. I'll just do my own and abstraction. I'll be so like, you know? I'm cool with that. Like, but. did you make that the tie dye stuff there? <laughs> this was just some random shit, but I have that's something cool. somewhere. A lot of this shit in here is randomized. I, one, one of my uh, it's cool to fucking just like look around this room and like capture what's going on here, you know? Yeah, one of my partners that I do art with, he's like real fucking. He's like a fine artist, like talented, could do any kind of medium really good. He did like that back there, unfinished piece. This here? Yeah. Wow. And that's just nothing. That's just like barely even started. That's fucking abstract. But I'm nowhere near that good. <laughs> you know? So that's a, that's a unicorn? Or what, what is I this think horse? it's just a horse with the. I think they just have armor on and or the, something. Spear on the, on the head then, too? Some, yeah. I hope I they guess. can see this. Yeah, that would be kind of nice. They can see the the pictures. They well, can't see it. They can't. Okay. They got to come here. Yeah. Come here in person and find. Fucking experiences, man. This is the mob podcast. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Yeah, it is. You got to come here to really take it all in. It's a lot to take in. It is breathtaking. <laughs> it's yeah. breathtaking. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's very stimulating. Yeah. All this shit just. I've been telling all the guests I've had on. Yeah, we've just been collecting this shit over the years. Just uh, eventually you won't be able to see any of the wall space at all. Right. <laughs> How long is he? He did that piece right there. That one there? Yeah, in the corner with That's the, cool the bird wings and shit. I don't know if people might know what we're talking about. We're I'm looking at the Condor and Jaybird album cover. That's Condor and Jaybird. Condor uh, and Jaybird, yeah. Gotcha. So he does their artwork. They're good friends of ours. And wow, very cool. It's like a bird fumet. I think that's what they call it. Like that's... Baphomet is like the goat head creature, but that's like a bird head creature. And... That's mixed with that. Then it's pretty fucking cool. I like yeah. that. Wow. He's a he's a real talent. Bless him. Bless his heart. 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, if he's listening, that's very detailed. I, I appreciate that art. I don't know what it is about it that compels me to like, keep looking at it, but oh, man. Like every like stroke is even just so... yeah. You gotta look at his shit like close up too. It's like a lot of hidden details. Yeah, but he's you got. tell it's like tattoo shading. You know, yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah, yeah. A lot of detailed. line work in there. Yeah, um, but yeah, very impressive. Who is he? Shout him out, Tyler White. Tyler White, motherfuckers. If you know, you know. If you Tyler, don't, you should. Tyler, you're killing shit, man. Keep it up. Yeah, he does uh, not all, but most of uh, the artwork for Condor and Jaybird and some other bands here and there, things like that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's uh, going on to that topic of abstract art and that kind of stuff. I That's what I find, like, I love about Young Thug. You know, I, I at the studio, they all know I am a fucking huge proponent for Young Thug. And he is so abstract with the way that he comes with every single song. Like, his newest album is so much fun, and the deluxe version, too. Like, you don't know how he's going to come on in every single song when you do your first listen through. Mm. Like, Young Thug is so fucking crazily talented, in my opinion, with the way he moves his vocals and the way that he wants to create. He's never put into a box. And that's why I think every great artist, like, in my opinion, Future is a great artist, too. Um, Gunna um, is also one of those people as well who don't put themselves in a creative box. They are always breaking the lane their own lane and they're still getting in the same lane too it's insane to see how they just kind of like transform i guess yeah you know what i'm saying with right. each project or each yeah, song they yeah. put out yeah that's a cool thing watching the growth of an artist and yeah stuff. yeah it's, and that's i think that's what's happening in the east side right now too the east siders and everyone who's involved you know in the quality's music scene is evolving like crazy i mean how do you feel like the the past three years of music has been i was just gonna ask you that yeah yeah, yeah it, it, i've been telling everyone i feel like it's growing really well yeah like, it's it's in a good direction man really I'll good what, healthy like, i think competitive uh, non-competitive direction the biggest it's ever been as far as members involved you mm -hmm. know just people in the community doing creative stuff <laughs> like yeah you know uh you know this podcast is just one of my outlets and i'll i could do this forever because mm -hmm. I'll never run out of guests. Right. You know, especially in this about. area, man. Yeah. There's people Yeah, yeah. I can take so many people. And I like, with this platform, I like to have all different kinds of artists or whatever, even business owners. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, whoever I think is cool to talk to, it's they're in here. It's a fucking genius medium to be a part of, like, Podcasting a podcast. is crazy because of how huge it's gotten. And no one really would have predicted it. Because it's like, we killed radio a long time ago. Absolutely. But there's still a real huge desire for it, which is crazy. I think it's like radio without a network because it's like yes. free, unfiltered, very long. You can have it's you can have really good short interviews, which is great, you know, to give people a good, you know, short scoop or something. But I think a lot of people are drawn to the long, like long form format. Just conversation based yeah, stuff. You really get to know someone a lot better. Right. I was gonna say that. I think it's very it's a podcast is more personable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you can find someone you really fuck with and like, okay, I like hit the way that he thinks. Oh, we're on the same page in a lot of things. I'm gonna keep watching his shit and then stop listening to everyone else. And they consume all your content yeah. in a day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's crazy. Man, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's an awesome yeah. thing to be part of, man. Like, yeah, and I just started doing it just because, you know, I listened to some podcasts and I'm like, yeah, that'd be really fun. So like, why not try it? Do it. And, you know, obviously, just you know, 
people in the QC. There's a lot of cool people I could have on and talk to. Mm-hmm. And just outside of that, I realized a long time ago, I realized that like with like my close group of best friends, like I've always, I've, I've had like, you know, hours long conversations with each of them, you know, we, you know how it must be like with your friends, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Getting, having those really in-depth, like hours long conversations with your buddies that mm-hmm. like really gets you going creatively and shit. And it and keeps all like turning to different conversations, a topic, that kind of stuff, you know, which is great for a fucking podcast. Yeah. And I always thought, I was like, you know, I feel so blessed that I get to have these great experiences with my friends and, you know, feels like it brings us closer, you know, this and that, whatever. And then I, when you think about podcasting, I was like, well, now I can do that with like complete strangers. Right. We just have like long ass conversations. We're talking about dope shit, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause just know about them. Like, what the fuck do you do? Wow. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. Like, keep okay, like, that. yeah, yeah. Tell me more about yeah, it. Like learn, I'll meet so many more cool people in the scene that I never would have found out about otherwise, you know? So. Sure. And it's cool when you have a relatable subject like music and that kind of stuff. Cause then you could add more content to that too. And, and a listener who's getting, you know, introductory introductions to music, like they have good information just from this conversation. Right. You know, yeah. about drum pads and that kind of stuff or different, you know, softwares to use or hardwares to use. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So no pay endorsements, so obviously, but you know, yeah. Right. Unless they want to pay me. I exactly. They need to pay you. Brought to you by Korg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by Kai. Yeah. Kai, Korg. And- That'd be nice. Minds obliterating boundaries, of course, brought to you by MLB. You know this. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 man, that's cool. I, I definitely uh, appreciate this medium because it gives the Quad Cities artist a way to express themselves and and talk about what they do more mm-hmm. in depth. You know, because I think people look at the bigger picture of just you put out a you putting out a project or a song, or whatever. When there's so much work behind it, there's so much community behind it, and you know. When I put out a song, there's like hours of work behind it. There's a lot of cool things to talk about in that process. The behind the scenes are yeah. fucking awesome to talk about and share. And I think that's one thing that you can really provide. And that's what you do here. You know, it's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I enjoy it. So yeah. hopefully we'll keep doing this for forever. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I definitely hope so. It's fucking awesome. I'll be 80 years old. Same house. We just never leave. <laughs> yeah. Same room. Yeah. We're going to have to upgrade one of these days yeah <laughs> probably like an auction tank that's about it though you know huh add like an auction tank you know? yeah 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 true <laughs> and like i don't even have the couch i'm just in my wheelchair automated <laughs> wheelchair i don't even have to walk anymore yeah in the future i probably won't even have legs i'll just have robot legs yeah i'll we'll have chips in us too and that kind of stuff i was talking about that on one episode with my buddy mm-hmm. about like yeah maybe we'll just turn into a cyborg what do you think about chips? Uh, yeah, it's probably inevitable. Yeah. Right? Do you think? I think it is inevitable. Yeah. And I I don't know. I, I'm so down for like so much like future stuff. I'm down to like become a robot, but at the same time, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to put a chip in my arm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like... And that's that's the, the catch-22, right? It's like it'd be cool to be a part of the technology, but it's dangerous to let, you know, there'd be like GPS location activity mm-hmm. on you at all times. Yeah. At all times, you know? Yeah. What if you don't want to be found? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's like, yeah, like there's a lot of shit I'd be totally down for, but then certain things it's like, yeah, I don't know. Cause if I could like, yeah, I would become a cyborg, <laughs> yeah. like some crazy shit. If my body's like falling apart, hell yeah. Give me all the yeah. robot extensions and shit. That'd be great. <laughs> but right. 
There better not be any GPS trackers in those. <laughs> and I guarantee there will be. They secretly put them in? Yeah, of it's course. Like, they have yeah, to. I know. Fuck. Well, I could find a really smart robotics engineer and we could just make our own. Right. You know, that's the other thing with 3D printing. Now people can just make their own, like, prosthetics and shit. Whoa, that's pretty smart. Wow. Yeah. And that's... That's like helping a lot of people's lives because, you know, prosthetics used to cost like thousands of dollars. They just print one out. Yeah, for like $20. Fucking insane. So that's really great. Yeah, (laughs) that's a cool advance in technology in my opinion. So maybe you could just make your own, (laughs) build your own (laughs) fucking robot body. Right. Probably not recommended. It might Probably go off not really the rails. either, you know. But, <laughs> you, uh, we'll you, see. you gotta get a really smart person yeah. to help design it. And then maybe a team. Maybe a team is I right. would pay for it. I'll do it. Because it's like, do I trust the government like the government robot arms that are filled with the GPS trackers? Mm, <laughs> mm. I would not personally. Yeah, no. I don't know. You know, I, I think that's uh, AI is very dangerous too, in my opinion. AI is a Yeah. Oh a tough yeah. Thing. Yeah. A lot of people are very worried about it and then other people aren't really worried about it yeah what's your thoughts on it i don't know i i i i'm kind of optimistic a lot of ways you know things could go down a dark road maybe but i mean are you worried that like like what people say that Oh, artificial intelligence is going to rise up and then take out humans? I, I think it's possible you know cuz it's it's main function is to like do the most efficient thing possible like mm-hmm. it's you know when you look at what it does with games that kind of stuff it just uses everything in its power to make the most efficient power move like they have this one game i don't know what it's called but it's it's basically the sharpest game for a human brain and like ai was matched with it and like ai just found like 120 ways to like attack this move and that kind of stuff and it beat the player after like the fourth game and he's like the world known player of like the top top of the line type of yeah. guy, obviously, right? It beat his ass. And I think that's like you know, it'll if if given the power, it can find us to be very obsolete. You know, we yeah, could, we could be a roadblock in its way, essentially. And then wouldn't that be our fault because we designed them? Yeah, it's like the Terminator situation. Yeah, you know. From what I've heard, is they've been designing robots to have like emotions or be able to feel or mimic or understand certain emotions and that's dangerous in my opinion it's dangerous yeah but like if a robot or artificial intelligent race or something wanted to take over that would mean that they have no compassion for human life yeah no understanding for that and they might not have a reason to because we're they could maybe some people say they'll look at us like we're a virus, you know, on this planet and right. killing everything and I mean, it's not worth it. And it's like, really? Or are they going to realize it's a lot more complex than that? Maybe because that's how it looks on paper. Like see, we're fucking up this planet and shit. Right. But we, then we when it comes fucking shit up all the time, you know what when I mean? it comes like, down to it, it's like most people are like good people that don't aren't like evil themselves or whatever. So it's like, are the robot people going to be, like that will just kill this innocent mother and child, but <laughs> we don't yeah, care. Like, is that out that's our movie. fault then? Because we didn't program compassion into them, right? Is right. That, am that, I wrong to think that? Should, <laughs> that's a fucking very good point. Like, compassion should be built into every robot. If that's a case, or every AI. Um, that'd and, be the way to save humanity. And I feel like and, robots are artificial intelligence. I think they would just optimize humanity. Sure. 
I mean, they'd want to help, but then rather than destroy it, obviously. Yeah. I mean, and if it was, if it was the other road where it's like, yeah, we're just going to get rid of humans and whatever. I mean, okay. I guess that's on us. Cause <laughs> well, if you look at it, like, you know, jobs, a lot of jobs are being destroyed because of artificial intelligence and, and mm-hmm. advanced technology. I mean, it's happened for the past a hundred years, really when it yeah. comes out of machinery and that kind of stuff. I think that, you know, like Tesla and what Elon Musk is doing, I imagine there'll be semi trucks that'll drive themselves. So mm-hmm. that driving force will be obsolete of, mm-hmm. of human drivers and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, these things are what determines what a human is like very powerful in. And if technology can do it, then why would it not try to kill us and like get rid of us? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I find this like, it's like the superior race kind of like, yeah. like module of the world. You know? Yeah. So look at like, you know, what Hitler did and that kind of stuff. That could definitely be the AI's thought process. It could. You know? Yeah. It could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up. Or are we gonna like program them to think like they have to view us as gods, like, oh they created us. <laughs> right. And the that, creators don't harm the creators. That'd be a smart fucking idea, <laughs> but then what happens that one AI that's like, fuck that. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I'm not listening to that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It it's could tough. go either way. And we just the only and the only reason we perceive the elimination of humans as bad is because we're human. Like, oh I don't want that. <laughs> I'm a human. Exactly. <laughs> if yeah. we weren't human, we wouldn't give a fuck. You exactly. know? So you know, it's hard to determine because I'm coming from like a self centered viewpoint, I guess. Oh, don't kill the humans. We're nice, I swear. <laughs> like Well, if you look at what the human race has done, like our species is, you know, responsible for a lot of extinction of animals. Yeah. You know, like what the black rhino was extinct as well. Mm-hmm. And it's because we just killed them for their, their horns, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And all these things, you know, it's, we, we as a, a, a species deem ourselves as superior. So why can't the one thing that could really beat us is ourselves with technology. Why can't that think that they're more superior than us? You know? That's my thought process. They easily might. Yeah. Yeah, unless they're coming from a a viewpoint of, like, we're here to optimize. Because we're, I mean, humans have taken one, far too many missteps (laughs) in our our history. Absolutely. Uh, But, I mean, things could be done correctly. Humans could live without, you know, putting everything else on this planet in jeopardy. Sure. It's not like that's impossible. Yeah. Um, we fuck up a lot of things in this world. A lot of things. Know. Too many things. Too many things. But do you think that, I mean, would the artificial intelligence, like robots or whatever, see that, all right, we're fucking up this planet. They could eliminate us or make it, they could just easily, just as easily make it to where we're not, fucking up the planet sure they can optimize us to be more efficient yeah they could tell us hey this would be a better option maybe like a plan a plan b type of thing we just had to kill a few ceos that's it that's it we'll take <laughs> like, them out and then we'll take over from here a few dictators or something you know our bitch other than much. that it's like just normal people or yeah. something i mean yeah what do you think about the uh coronavirus i don't know crazy yeah I haven't been keeping up on it at all. So, Tell, fill me in. 
So I I, uh, I work at the uh, the Handicap Development Center and we do this thing called CNN 10. It's like Carl Zeus and he's fucking awesome actually, but he like gives you a rap report of what's happening in the world in te- in ten minutes essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And we watch him every single day, so I get I get a pretty good like consumption of news more than the the average person would I'd say every day. The the coronavirus started off in China. And um, it was due to the wild markets that are still around. So basically people were like, it's like a food market and people can sell and trade foods and other animals. But then they have like, you know, um, like black market animals, so like deer that aren't allowed there and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, you know, they'll sell shit like that. Yeah. Um, supposedly what happened is some bats were affected by this, this virus and it's spread to humans now and because of the markets it's spreading into the communities of i forgot what city it's even called in china but it's like wuyan or something like that Mm -hmm. and and we have our first confirmed case in uh, america Mm -hmm. a couple days ago um but what how the total was 500 people were like affected by it infected by it and 17 already died from it that's huge in ratio if you think about it that's that's pretty dramatic in, in my opinion of like what it could be if it's not treated fast enough true you know and it's had already the attention of the you know world health uh organization that you know who mm-hmm. and the cdc and that kind of stuff so it's it's very serious yeah and some believe some theorists believe or you know skeptics you know skeptical people whatever think that it's a biochemical warfare yeah. Possibly on purpose. On purpose, mm. which could be the case. Yeah, you know, it could be. Uh, it's very possible that, you know, we could be done in by a virus of some sort, or it could the black plague. We could wipe out a good percentage of motherfuckers. Right, and it could have. It has happened before, and it could happen again. We have a lot better medicine now, but that's not always a good thing either. Right. Other things like, I know that like scientists and shit they're worried about eventually we're going to create a virus that is antibiotic like resistant mm-hmm. and that could easily happen too and then what and that's happening now with everybody right you're taking these these this medicine that kind of stuff and the the colds the cold virus is actually surpassing what's what's happening now with their medicine you know mm-hmm. it's it's mutating to a version that's resisting that yeah. much like rats who resist the rat poison you have to develop a new rat poison to kill rats. It's these fucking idiot humans that are just taking antibiotics for a cold. It's like, and what it, are you it's, doing? It's making it stronger, you know what I mean? God. See, when I get sick, I don't take antibiotics. Antibiotics, I don't take any of that kind of stuff. I call it a body learning experience, what I call it. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I put myself through rigorous fucking pain when I have a cold because I know that it's going to be better for me probably to not take the medicine and my immune system will probably get better. Yeah. It's my thought process. Yeah, because people are taking too many antibiotics just for when you shouldn't be taking them. Yeah, it's making it weak. To where at this point, if you ask me, I think you should only take antibiotics if it's like life and death kind of shit. Right. Like, you don't need it. or something like, like that? Like, yeah, yeah I'll take like, some shit. That's fine. Unless you're going to die, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Because that's just going to fuck your whole gut biome up and then you're inside is going to be fucked up for a while too. Yeah, and I have a very minuscule knowledge of that, but I, I just think that in my head, like that would make my system weaker and more dependent on yeah. that and what happens when that doesn't work anymore for yeah. my body. 
I something else that's stronger, obviously, you know, keep being dependent on medicine and that mm-hmm. kind of shit. Fuck that. I'm not a slave to medicine, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Never. So that's my perspective on that, I guess. And we've got lucky in the past with, like, you know, bird flu and all those other pandemics. Yeah, H1N1 and Ebola. You know, we've, we've been okay so far, but it's like, are we on borrowed time or not? Like, right. Are we going to be done in soon? But... I find I have a very fucking crazy view on that. Like I think that like it's natural population control that's happening, or trying to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, exactly. And it's not working because we're using all these you know antibiotics and that kind of stuff. I think that the scientists are fucking right. Like we're gonna fuck ourselves and like you know definitely shoot ourselves in the foot because it's gonna surpass the power of these antibiotics. Yeah. I mean it's gonna fucking like wipe us all out. You know. Right. I, I was reading on uh, Nat Geo, and they had this cool fucking article about, like, uh, zombies, right? Could zombies be a real thing? I read into it, and they said, like, the closest thing to a zombie would be, like, a combination of rabies and the flu virus. Like, a mutation of both of those together, where it's, like, an airborne illness, mm, and it makes airborne. you bite people and shit. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Yeah, it'd be fucking There's insane. no chance, then. <laughs> yeah, like, you're fucked, obviously, and... It's not like you would reanimate the dead, but, like, you would just, like, become rabies-infected and bite people and make them infected, and that's how it would work. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Mm. I feel like that could be contained. Because, like, I don't know. It depends how that virus would react with the human body, but it's like when you watch the zombie movies, usually they're, like, Superhuman zombies almost a lot of the time they're fucking sprinting like, like full speed and, and shit. shit. Yeah, they might just be like, eh, eh, you know, like, <laughs> like on drugs kind of looking. Yeah, like, super loopy and shit. Yeah, like out of it, you know, maybe rabid a little bit. But are they really gonna be like superhuman, just sprinting after cars and sure, like, like in breaking the movies, windows, <laughs> yeah, breaking windows? Like some zombie, I've seen different types of zombie movies too, where the zombies can't really do much. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even react unless they see you or something. And like, yeah. They don't even know how to use doors unless it just happens to or be Or they hear you moving, that kind of stuff, and they'll right, turn yeah. towards you. So, if, it depends. If the virus really could make them, like, superhuman or crazy, it might be a little hard. But I feel like if they're a little slow, we might be able to get that under control. We're going to lose some lives, but... <laughs> right, and I think that's the cool thing about the rabies perspective. Like, yeah. if that happened, I think it would be, like, your normal capabilities of speed... But if you have, like, Usain Bolt who gets affected by it, you know what I mean? Then you're kind of fucked, obviously, because mm. he's a, a world-class sprinter mm. and can move faster. Oh, man. Yeah. So but there probably could be some like, real, you know, obese 600-pound life TLC-type people, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> affected by it, and they can't move at all, you're fine. But you might get that fucking, all, you know, all-sports, you know, medal-winning sprinter who's after your ass. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty cool, I think. Unless the virus was strong enough to take that ability away yes or vice versa give you the ability right you know if it just affects you in a fucked up way i think we could round them up and quarantine it eventually sure but there's going to be several losses of life (laughs) a show (laughs) i recommend if you like zombie shit uh black summer on netflix you know i'm really not into zombie shit but i did watch that one you did it was really good fucking amazing right yeah yes real good so this is what my perspective is on the zombies probably is black summer kind of happening yeah i like 
the like I feel like post-apocalyptic shit and zombie shit has been so overdone. It's like ridiculous, but yeah. but there's some good ones out there. I do like Black Summer. I yeah. like how it showed like how it like started kind of like shows the pandemonium of like yep. I like that kind of shit. And but, like the the security checks, the military and that kind of stuff, and like right. people getting yeah. up from their families. And, like, it would it was, really be like that. It was powerful. Like, it would yeah. definitely be like that if it mm-hmm. happened. Um, the problem with like seven plus billion people is like you know it would definitely spread quite a bit because it would it would have spread to every continent before you even knew it just because of air travel you know and that's what happened with the fucking uh the uh the virus the coronavirus Mm -hmm. like it just happened got discovered in china and now we have a confirmed case in fucking in washington you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that's how fast that happened because of air travel I I heard a comedian one time talking about that kind of shit. He was saying it's like whenever someone comes down with like some kind of crazy illness like that, they always get a sudden urge to get on a fucking plane. Yeah, it <laughs> fucking happens. Dude. Damn it! Just yeah. don't go anywhere. And, and my thing too is like that's a fucking like an airborne illness. From what I understand, it's 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 like you know you can sneeze and like it's traveling that kind of stuff. So whoever was on that plane with that individual mm. is probably susceptible to what's what that guy had. Yeah. Because the, the, the air on a plane is recycled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So everyone's breathing the same fucking shit. I think that comedian was saying, like, just be a decent human and just walk out into the woods and die. Or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just off yourself, man. You know what Do I mean? it for the better good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's awful, man. But a good perspective to have if you want to save a lot of people, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you know you're down with, like, the plague or something like that. You it's know always I mean? those assholes. They're like, no, I'm not bit. What are you talking about? It's exactly. Like, in Black Summer, dude. Remember always... that fucking uh, the diner scene where the dude was like in the middle and he's like telling yeah. them to get the fuck out. He's gonna he's sacrificed that one girl or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was already bit. What a fucking douchebag! God, dude. that really pissed me off. It's like I was like, wow, why are they assholes? Yeah, <laughs> like he could have been like, look, I'm already bit. I'm going out there to sacrifice myself. You guys find some cover. Because I'm fucked. Or even just shoot me in the head. Yeah. Even if you don't want to be eaten or something. Something like that, dude. Something. Yeah, he suffered a. a I'm going to put everyone in jeopardy. Yeah, because I'm selfish. For no reason. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat this illness. Yeah, it's like, soci- like society's already collapsed. It's like, why do you even want to be alive? Right, yeah. <laughs> why are you be an asshole? Yeah, exactly. And, like, and I think the perspective of those kind of people is, is, you know, I'm sick and I can beat this fucking illness. Yeah. And I'm they strong. never. Yeah, I'm strong, and they and they never fucking do. There's yeah. gonna be a cure. We just gotta get to the military checkpoint. Yeah. And they're get gonna the gun you down if they see you. <laughs> yeah, the fucking stadium, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, uh, good show. It was. Yeah, man. There's so many though. There's so many of them, man. So many. I think that uh, my favorite movie of all time, like zombie wise, is uh, Twenty Eight Weeks Later. Yeah, and it's very in the same realm of like Black Summer, the fast zombies and. Like destructive shit. Weeks like was that the sequel? The, yes, the sequel. Okay, yes. Yeah. You're my familiar. girlfriend. My girlfriend said that I can't remember if she said Twenty Eight Days was her favorite or maybe Twenty Eight Weeks, but yeah. Twenty Eight Days is really good. Twenty Eight Weeks is better. And I don't opinion. remember if I've seen that one or not. Dude, I don't know. You gotta. Do She's that. gonna watch it with me. She'll show it to me. Sit down with the girlfriend, bro. It's a great popcorn popper. You know what I'm See, saying? but me and her were getting pissed off about all this zombie shit because we're always so mad when we watch it. Like, you idiot! We're just yelling at yeah, the TV. Yeah, dude, me and my Asshole. girlfriend do the same shit, bro. <laughs> like, for real, like, like you you criticize everything they do because we act like in our position. If we're in that in that same scene, 
we would never fucking do that but who knows what we would do in that situation when you're not thinking clearly that's true but these people are dumb dumb as like hell. we watched this like korean movie a korean zombie movie the train in busan yeah good fucking movie dude it was good but they yeah. were so dumb yeah like i feel like i know you're caught up in the moment and everything but unless they're just that fucking stupid it's like you gotta like have some ground rules like you gotta have rules like shut the fucking door behind you <laughs> see and that's that's where it comes down to having a good fucking team behind you I know if I had the east side team with me, we'd be fucking straight, you know what I mean, all the way through. Yeah. But if you have a team that's not, like, sound, and you're on shady the same page. Shady strangers. Shady, and- yeah, and you got some dudes who are fucking selfish as hell, you're not getting anywhere with that shit, bro, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're going to get fucked over, because he's going to leave a door open to kill your ass to mm-hmm. save his own life. Yeah. Where I know, for the east siders, I would throw myself in the fucking train, Busan bus, train, you know, car, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if I save their lives, that's right. what I would do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be vice versa across right. the board. I'm sure. You Definitely. I mean? You said it like you remember uh, what was it? Zombieland. That oh, that's a good fucking comedy movie, one, dude. Yeah. Yes, that was like the best one as far as like this kid's smart. He's got rules. He's yeah. like, you do this, don't do that. Dude, that's how you got to be if you want to try to survive. He fucking plays by those rules to a T, dude. He doesn't stray off of that shit. And when his co- his rules are compromised, even he always sticks to those rules. It's like and if something like that goes down that's the kind of mentality you gotta have you gotta have some rules now none of this oh god i forgot the door sorry fucking right <laughs> like what dude what like, what is your like ideal a team for a zombie apocalypse <clears throat> just skilled motherfuckers skilled. Like, honestly like i mean because if you're running you got to get weapons or something if you come across guns you could be with a bunch of people that never shot a gun in their life. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> fucked in that realm. To be yeah. I've never shot a gun in my life. So I mean, uh, I've used guns, but I'm not, like, fluent with them. So yeah, you can I'm, point, you can I'm shoot, you can load fire it. or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. Some uh, fucking friendly fire. I mean, you know, you'd want to be, if you're with any, like, fat fucks, they're dead. They're, yeah. I mean, if they can't outrun. So you, you want gotta, a slender team, obviously. You got to be fast, but, you know, you got to be a little strong if something goes down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I would make it. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to make it. <laughs> yeah, but, no shit. Yeah. Obviously, it'd be a very uh, tough world to live in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, would you Would you want to make it? Would I want to? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I would. Just to see how the world would fucking be, man. Like, I, I wonder... I mean, instincts. I would try and stay alive, you know, but... But if I had to die, I'd be like, okay, well... If I'm starving to death, I mean, I'm not going to have much energy to get away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you really It's got to work out. You got to find food, water, fuck. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I don't know how to live off the land. Yeah. You know, I'd be fucked. Dude, I don't there's know some people that are going to be fine. Straight. People that are, like, you know, fucking, like, mountaineer motherfuckers and mm-hmm. shit that, like, they do that already for fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they're going to be straight. They won't even yeah. know anything happened. They probably already have a bunker, you know what I'm saying? They won't like, even find they won't even run into a zombie for twenty years by the time it makes the zombie makes it out as far as wherever the hell they are. No like, fucking shit. They don't even know like, oh, there's a zombie outbreak. Yeah, like twenty years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they can go camp up on fucking Mount Everest and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be fine. Yeah. You know? Mmm. Mmm. Like Inuits out in like the Arctic. That'd they probably don't have nothing to worry about. Yeah. If it's not around they're not, they're not gonna travel down there. If they're not around civilization. And realistically, like if there are zombies, they're not gonna be that superhuman. They'll freeze to death. Sure. Right? 
Please. <laughs> they should. They, they really should. What a zombie freeze to death or would it keep fighting? There's something in their blood that's just so warm the whole time. Yeah. Or something. I like they could swim all the way down there or something like that, you know? Yeah, like motor skills. They know how to swim. Or what if what if they know how to swim and a shark bites them, gets infected, and then affects the entire ocean? Oh, my God. That'd be fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't fish anymore. Yeah, you can't fish anymore. Can't live dude, off the water. Dude, I don't even want to eat seafood anymore because I feel like I'm just eating plastic, dude. Is that right? Is really so, is that in your mind to, when you eat seafood? Really fucked up to say, but is that what's in your mind when you eat seafood now? Is pretty that much there's plastic in there? Like there's plastic in here. There's got to be. Oh, that's microplastic up. or something. I'm sure there might be areas of the world still that are okay, sort of. But I think like the majority of the ocean is like becoming like fucked. Yeah, because we suck. <laughs> and then doing some really cool, uh, cool like things for water, you know, water pollution. They have the ocean cleanup project, and yeah, you saw that. Yeah, it's fucking cool. I thought you know, but it's only gonna take off the like one percent of the fucking trash in the ocean right now. Mm-hmm. Outrageous. Yeah, look what we fucking done to the ocean, man. It's, it's fucking disgusting. It's fucked up what we've done to this whole planet, but you know. Fingers crossed that more people are waking up to this shit, you know? Uh, yeah, I think that... I mean, they definitely are. If you look at where we were at like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and when the term global warming was getting tossed around, and everyone's saying, no, fuck that shit, that's not going to be a thing, that's that's so fake, that's some like made-up media bullshit to for some funding stuff. The scientists are being dead ass serious. Like we're fucking our shit up right now, pretty bad. Dude, I could give a fuck if it's like a hoax or not. Who cares? Yeah. Dude, I want down free energy. What do you want bills for? You want to pay bills all your yeah. life? Like, dude, what do you? No shit. I want solar energy. That's fucking that's clean, a, that's a efficient. Crit. Like, oh, fucking lightning storm. Oops, no power. What kind of stone age shit is this? Yeah. Like, and if you, oh, dude, you're fucking about to unlock a new chapter of the conversation here. Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. uh, genius guy He genius. fucking He made Like Roofing tiles Yeah Into solar panels And it looks seamlessly Like a roofing Like just a regular roof But it's all solar panels Fucking Dude, amazing Dude just the thing He's doing He's got SpaceX He's got Tesla The tunnels and shit too Yeah yeah <laughs> Fucking flamethrower like, Dude yes. I love I love him how he's like So goofy like, Yeah He's, he's a doing meme crazy dude. shit He's a meme dude and I, yeah. I respect that highly You know God bless Elon Musk <laughs> Because honestly, like, do you remember, I don't know if you ever heard of this, that back in the day there was a documentary called Who Killed the Electric Car? No. And it was about, like, the, uh, well, one of the original electric cars. Like, GM produced an electric car in the 90s, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, great because of the electric car. And then they ended up just, like, tanking Tossing the project. It. Like, yeah, no, that's going to hurt our profits, like, a lot because it's, like... What the fuck? You know, it's efficient, you know. One of the biggest things in like the automotive industry is the automotive service repair industry you know like shit's designed to break down and get your oil changed and then then you just have like some electric motor it's all a big fucking system dude it's it's disgusting we're all subject to it obviously and i believe that the whoever you know the the big heads in charge of these corporations and shit they probably did kill the electric car project because i don't know too efficient you know what other ever reasons i mean but then you get someone like Elon Musk comes in like in the private this. sector. You know, he's just some dude, billionaire now with PayPal and shit. So now he's going to, I'm going to make an electric car company. And like, Many don't fucking know that about Elon Musk. Elon created PayPal. Y'all don't he's, even know about PayPal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> y'all don't know about that shit for real. 
I mean, I talked to so many people about that that concept alone of PayPal, and like he has since the beginning of his creations thought about the betterment of humanity. Like PayPal, everyone fucking uses it, whether it's Venmo, Cash App, mm-hmm. or some service like that. You use internet transferred money. That has fucking done tremendous things for businesses. Yeah. Independent artists. You know what I mean? I can mm-hmm. make two hundred bucks tonight by someone PayPaling me for a beat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. While I'm sitting here, that could happen. And I'm sure the whole infrastructure of PayPal led to you know the card readers and shit for yes. I'm doing it on my tablet. You know. Right or Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. That yeah. definitely was the infrastructure for all that to happen. Right. So shout out to fucking Elon Musk, man. So like some dude in the private sector, I'll make my own electric car company, and now. What do we see? GM and all these other car companies following Copying suit. It. It's like, thank God, dude. I'm like, wow, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, they literally had a documentary about how, you know, the corporations like are all against this shit, and now, now it's just like, it. oh, we love electric cars. Like, shut the fuck uh-huh. up, dude. Like, and I think that's what Elon had to do was make it trendy. You know what I mean? He had to make mm-hmm. it a popular thing that everyone would do. That's all that really needed to happen. I might be wrong, but I swear I've heard him say things like, you know, he's not really. Or I've heard him talking about like, you know, if you work at Tesla, you know, you could be under a lot of stress. It's a really like intense job, especially for Elon himself. Sure. He's like probably working himself to death, you know, but he's like, I've heard him talk about like him trying to motivate his employees. Like we're trying to save the world here. <laughs> like yeah. seriously, it's like, let's do this fucking work. That's right why now. we're working 80 hours a week. <laughs> like literally, yeah. like, you know, it's a tough gig, but they're actually trying to change something so someone's got to do it and elon musk has been appointed the savior of the world That's yeah and he he just wants everyone else to he wants gm and them to get on board yeah he, i'm sure he you know he's super stoked that there's other electric cars and other electric car companies out there now it, imitation is the highest form of flattery mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's what i think he's feeling right now he started off with this project and spacex and that kind of stuff too you know what i mean as an oddball no one cared about it and tesla was actually a failure in its first infancy like it went bankrupt and he didn't know what the fuck to do spacex you know was a failure when it first started Hmm. but now look at what he's doing with that shit you know what i mean dude nasa is finally getting behind it yeah nasa you're literally like you're outdoing the government yeah all of our billions of tax dollars one smart dude's like, that is bullshit. That, yeah, do it can, like this. Here's a cost-effective way to do it. Dude, those fucking that's rockets funny. that can land themselves. like. That's what, what I mean. The first one that went up fucking you know, blew up or whatever the fuck happened to it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he did it again and again, and it actually worked. And, Dude, that's, and that's the other thing. Like, we, like space exploration, rockets, satellites, all that scientific shit is great, but that also is like pretty fucking like wasteful. As far as like resources, all yeah. these billion dollar rockets do that. Gas and shit. That means know? so much that you can just like land a rocket and keep using it over and over again. It's mm-hmm. not like just some expendable piece of equipment. Yeah, because prior to this, they would just make a rocket that would fucking just like, you know. It's good for one use. Yeah, one use only. Yeah, non-renewable. <laughs> yeah. And his 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 whole idea of just like, you know, transportation. I mean, that's, that's a great fucking idea. You can go from here to France probably faster than in a plane on a rocket i feel like probably. yeah you know what? i think we need to get rid of air travel i think we need like hyperloop tunnels and shit yes like, in the water and shit yeah shit like Why i think not? that i think that's the future air travel i think if we ever make it to like way in the future i think looking back people will look at air travel like man that's so shitty and obsolete like <laughs> sure i mean and wasteful dude i heard like it's a pain in the ass 
dude i heard that every i don't know you'd have to fact check this but i heard some crazy number like every single person on a plane like you take one plane trip you alone wasted like a hundred thousand gallons of fuel or something i mean or, or oil shit. or could be wrong i don't know wow just from one plane ride basically and I'm not saying, like, that doesn't make sense because, like, I don't think the plane has, like, a 100-gallon-plus tank or something. I mean, like, the equivalent of, like, crude oil or so. I don't really know. The, right, but the raw material. Or even, even the raw materials in the plane. Like, I don't know. That's Tires fucking insane, dude. I, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's accurate, but it's probably just as bad. <laughs> it's obviously very wasteful. I mean, it's not yeah. a, a good resource, and people fly all the time. You know what I mean? Like, and then these world leaders go to like a climate change conference in their private jets. In the private jets, <laughs> yeah, exactly. God. We're so dumb, dude. It's so, so backwards, fucking dude. stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, but again, you know, things are better. Like, I feel like we're slowly pulling our heads out of our asses, and we might be able to get this thing back on the rails. And I think it's due to Elon Musk. In yeah, general, he's one of the is... biggest. Dude, it's funny that his company is called Tesla because he's literally like our Nikola Tesla. Yes, <laughs> you know? I thought the same fucking thing. That th that's probably what he thought as well. Like, yeah, his importance of electricity, you know, and the way Tesla worked with you know electricity is the same way that Elon does too. I also find it funny that he calls his company the Boring Company. Yeah, when it's really cool fucking shit that he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. That's outrageous. And it's like a play on words, right? Because he, yeah. he's boring mm -hmm. under the ground, digging. So yeah. Exactly. And that's what the product <laughs> is. Yeah. <Same. laughs> it's fucking, I never thought about that. It's really funny. Yeah. Huh. Is that double entendre? That's what I assumed it was. Mm. I, I figured after, I was like, boring. Ah, I get it now. Mm -hmm. I think that's, because he's like a, he's like trying to be funny. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's what he's doing. <laughs> he's, a, he's a weird guy and I love it. You know, yeah. Shout out to Elon, man. Man. Like, you know, he goes on like Joe Rogan and smokes weed. Yeah, and just, like the stock drops like six percent, everyone losing their minds. Like, dude, that's so dope. Like, just yeah. because it's like he don't give a fuck type of mentality. Because mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, he's Elon Musk. What do you? Everyone needs to shut the fuck up and let him work. <laughs> like, and and all that that was too is if he takes one hit of that fucking the blunt or whatever it was, look at how many people fucking view that video, the entire thing to to hear what he had to say about the tunnels and that kind of stuff. I think that was the biggest episode Joe ever did. Yeah, because he smoked a fucking blunt. Like, dude, that. And now it's funny it tanked the stock, but now as of now the stock's higher than it's ever been. It's right back up like it never happened. Dude, like last year it was at like three hundred and now it's at five hundred. Like, mm. right? Is Elon a marketing genius? You think? Do you think he orchestrated that <sighs> to make a meme out of it? I don't think so. You think so? He just did it. I think it was perfect because I think it was just too, you know, Joe Rogan's type of universe that he was walking into. Mm. I mean. I guess being on Joe Rogan's podcast, he has weed there. And it was just kind of like, hey, perhaps, do you want to try it? Like, you want to take a hit, Elon? It's legal, right? You yeah, know, like, why not? I don't think it was necessarily planned, but, you know. Because if you I think, think Joe might have secretly planned that, like, I might just ask him, like, hey, do you want to, uh, perhaps? <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> and make the biggest I feel like Joe had something to do with that, and he's that'd probably, be, like, laughing himself to death about that. That'd be fucking smart, man. If that's what Joe thought about beforehand, very good move. And man. Joe was bringing up the fact how, like, the whole episode, they've been drinking whiskey and shit, you know? No yeah. one cares. Oh, he smoked a... He took one hit of... Oh, my God. Like, mm -hmm. but again, being a huge 
hugely influential billionaire, you know, genius like him, I think it's important, like, socially. Like, I think it was a good move that he smoked that weed. Not just like, oh, it's so cool, you know, Musk, mm, getting high. Like, it's just cool, like, socially. It's like, yeah, like a big-time CEO, smartest person on the world can smoke weed and yeah why is it still illegal like you know exactly and that that's a huge points to like yeah points like that uh social issue it's like why is is, points out like how stupid this shit still is it's like why do we care if he smoked this shit you know and that might be his perspective too is why why can't i not why can't i not smoke a fucking blood on camera i remember i watched that episode later on in the episode he's like oh shit i'm getting texts from like people are hitting him up like what are you doing yeah <laughs> like they were what are you doing how could you possibly you know like just yep i mean like it's the end of the out. world yeah yeah and that's what's hilarious it's like he don't give a fuck because it's like and i think it's like a i think it if you ask me that's like a power move it's like yeah take that hit of weed because fuck these weed laws fuck anyone acting like it's oh my god why, why does it fucking so matter bad. it's like, a plant you know what i mean yeah. like what the hell in the future, people are going to look back on that and be like, oh, a person took a hit of weed. Why would anyone care whatsoever? Like, yeah, know, what's the big fucking deal, dude? Dude, if I had kids right now, they're going to grow up in a totally different world than even I was raised in, you know? I the same thing. We were brought up with, like, dare, say no to fucking weed for some reason. And it was the biggest fucking joke in the world. You know how many jokes were made from dare? You know what I mean? And dare, like, even a few years ago, I think it's been, they took weed out of the curriculum. So it's yeah. like... I mean, obviously, you know, you might still go to, even if you might still have dare in school for like dr- other drugs, it's like the whole weed thing is just going to be a thing of the past. Like with alcohol, could you even imagine like alcohol prohibition? Like that, that'd be fucking insane. I understand why people went rampant in the streets and just did crazy shit. Like We're going to get to tell our grandkids. I remember marijuana yeah, I remember before, prohibition. Yeah. Like, no shit. Wow. And they're gonna be like, wow, Whoa. that's insane. Like how could that even be a you know like that's crazy to think about man that's fucking <laughs> the stories powerful. you get to tell like we're in the craziest generation because i've been a part of the trade and that kind of stuff you know of the illegal distribution you mm-hmm. know what i mean and that right. kind of thing and i think that's very powerful to think about that you know your kid walks into there and i remember a time when i could get arrested and thrown into prison for it yeah you know yeah and now you can literally broad daylight in the middle of downtown walk into a fucking store and be like here's money yeah uh, thank you fucking yep. walk or out get edibles and that kind yeah. of stuff like different ways they, they've manufactured to make it more consumable that's that's fucking insane to think about man and it's just yeah i, I mean i think things are heading in a good direction just overall there's a lot of rough patches we're gonna hit because things are so weird it's gonna sure. be a little weird and not everything's perfect not at all but Generally speaking, I think things are going to keep getting better just because of the internet and just how social issues keep changing. It's like people just are, you know, taking their head out of their asses. Yep. Waking up more to the fact of like how everything is bullshit, how the whole, you know, government is bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> most, most of the ways. <laughs> Cause like, I agree with you, man. All it's like that. Know. It's like that meme. It's such bullshit that like, you know, people are still in jail for this stuff when it's like, the only reason anyone sells drugs is because they're poor and need money, mm-hmm. really. Like, I mean, to make money, because... So if you made it to a job, an occupation, then they might not sell drugs. They might go work right. for a medicinal farm and that kind of stuff. It's just like a thing that someone does, and we've all been there, right? We've all <laughs> sold drugs. Relatable, cause, yeah, cause been we're there. poor, we've all... You know. Been there, done that, <laughs> so, <Got> t-shirt. <laughs> but now you're going to sit there and tell me that... <clears throat> People are still in jail for this because the government's doing the exact same thing. 
for the exact same reason. Like the and government has bills up. to pay and now they are turning to selling drugs. Especially fucking Illinois. They're so broke, dude. Yeah. My God. I went to Chicago a couple of months ago. <laughs> fucking $14 in tolls just to get to Chicago. Oh, I know. Insane. Yeah, last time I went to Chicago, I took the toll road and I was like, I'm not having this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, because I don't know. I, a, a few years ago, I went to Chicago and I didn't remember it being that bad. Sure. I didn't feel like I paid that many tolls as I did the last time. So, you know, last time we went up, we took the normal route. All these tolls. I was like, what the fuck? It's insane. Shocking, like, isn't it? That's it. Next time I'm putting in the GPS, no toll roads. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I ain't doing it. I'll take the side roads. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like an hour longer, but fuck it, dude. Like, I'm not going to pay $28 to go in and out of Chicago. You and the mean? other that's thing is, like, insane. these roads better be pristine. Yeah. One, I went through one toll, and then, like, a mile later, it was like, like what the fuck? <laughs> and potholes and I'm, shit. I'm going back to the booth. I'm going to yell at them and be like, this is bull- I ain't paying you, for this. That shows you where the fucking funding is going. You know what I mean? Just to get them out of the debt they're in. Yeah, it's like, I get it if the roads are perfect, but mm, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was shocked completely. But What about that gas tax? There's, like, some gas tax now? Yeah, in Illinois? Yeah. Yeah, it's, if you notice, I mean, if you go over there, it's, like, 10 or 20 cents more expensive mm. just in general because of the tax i'm pretty sure i don't even pay attention to that because i don't get gas and mm. i get gas at sam's club if i good fucking move man. very smart and other than that i drive an electric so i don't rarely need it dude that's a fucking blessing man sam's yeah. club oh, come on so nice mm-hmm. yeah what's the what was the most recent price for your gallon uh do you know i'm not sure i don't know Maybe like fifteen dollars for six gallons. Is That's that, not bad at all, right? man. Yeah, holy shit. I mean, it's more expensive now. Um, I remember uh, a few years ago, it was cheaper. I think it's still like what in the three dollar something range. Yeah, right. It now was now in like, like the two dollar range for a while. But. Now it's like at uh, the most. The price I just had today was like two thirty nine. For a gallon or whatever mm-hmm. and like a bp mm-hmm. so i imagine yours is probably a little more discounted at sam's club i remember like a few years ago sam's was like 180 i was like oh that'd be perfect fucking insane <laughs> can you imagine that right now man bliss even back in the day like a dollar a gallon that'd be yeah madness. like why can't they do that for winter time you know what i mean because we're not yeah. driving as much just, yeah. just knock it down a little bit you know yeah right yeah so the gas tax is supposed to go towards the roads and things really if you trust them i mean i doubt it It sounds great it should because they're supposed to have what are you doing with all this weed money now like yeah i mean they made what 60 million dollars in their first like day open no up? it was like th- well like three three or four million three point two okay something. i thought it was like 60 uh, i'm completely off then i think in projection though of like that much projected to earn that much probably yeah or, or more i think i can't remember what it was probably in the quarter i bet i mean People fucking love smoking weed, man, eating edibles and kind of stuff. And if you Illinois go is gonna have to do something about the prices. Yeah, and the supply too, because they they have a shortage on the on the green. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're really herb. bad with the tax, but we need to have a surplus. And in a few years, hopefully, it'll even out and prices will get low, like some of the other states. Hopefully, but step in the right direction. Hopefully. Yeah, and like you said, Elon Musk was a, a huge fucking step into that right direction. I think was smoking on camera, the 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 face of a fucking CEO. 
You know exactly. Yeah. Like socially, it's like a big deal like yeah. for that reason, because it's like you're going to tell me that some billionaire genius CEO can smoke weed and no one and it's fine. But yet motherfuckers are in jail. Like, yeah, yeah. For, for selling the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's the cool thing Illinois is doing is like expunging the records or whatever. Yeah, that so that's, that's cool. nice. That's really cool. And one thing Nevada did that's nice is they stopped they banned most employers from being able to drug test for it. See, that's important. That's the next step, too. It's like, uh, it should be like that everywhere <laughs> that has legal weed. Yeah. I mean. Did you fucking see when they passed that bill in uh, Chicago, they attached on a full abortion, full-term abortion uh, bill on the same thing? For what? So, yeah. So, when that got passed through, they tucked in. What, the weed, you're saying? Yeah, the weed. The okay. weed bill. Yeah. They tucked in on the same bill. Full term abortions are allowed. Are allowed. So yeah. So now you can have a full term uh, abortion in in Illinois. Huh. It's fucking insane. So like, it's not like at the three month mark, whatever the first trimester. It's like, all the way up before the baby is born, all the way. Uh-huh. You can kill it. How do you feel about that? That's tough, man. It's a tough. That's very. That's such a touchy subject. I'm I'm all about women having the the power of their own body if they choose that, but I think that someone should know if they're going to abort their child. Not that I am a proponent for abortion and that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm a proponent for your own rights, and I think that they should know in the first couple of weeks or so if they can have the child with that individual or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it it comes down to you and the relationship with the the baby daddy, if you want mm-hmm. to call him that, the father of the child. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you yeah. guys can do it, keep it. You know, if you can have and give a good life to that child, if you can't do it, there's adoption too. Mm-hmm. If you can't muster that, then do what you got to do, I guess. But right. that's your choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't recommend late-term abortions. But from what I've heard statistically, they I don't know if this is correct, but they said that's like a last resort option. Like if it's jeopardizing the Your health life. of the child or the mother, it's the, it's, that's the reason. Like, could you imagine being in that fucking shoe, dude? Oh my God. Huh? Like, could you imagine like being the mom in that, mm. in that shoe right there? Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. I might die if this child is born. Yeah. It's tough shit. Yeah. Like, so I don't know why they would have to tack on a law for that to be allowed. Right. Like, because if, are you telling me that they weren't allowed to do that beforehand? Like, oh, this could endanger your life, if but we're not allowed to. Like exactly. I, I thought they would just do it just because it like for medical emergency reason, like a late term abortion. And I've heard, yeah, like I said, that the only reason, the only time they do late term abortions is because of a medical emergency reason. Right. Like it's a like it's a danger to the health of somebody else. You have to ask are the doctors and the abortion clinics being like, Oh, what? Eight months? Yeah, come on in. Like or whatever. Right. Like they're probably they probably got some like discretion, right? To where they're like, Yeah, it's legal, but we don't do that. <laughs> you know, it's like for an emergency. Yeah, exactly. Or something. I don't understand. But I mean, yeah. like, should they have the choice of doing the full term abortion? Like, I mean, it, that, that's the risky thing of it. I think I mean? a full term abortion should be like a last minute thing. Exactly. But yeah. then uh, if you want to get right down to it, I don't really give a fuck about unborn babies. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I understand. What do you mean by that exactly? Uh, I really, I mean, like, personally, I'll just say this. If I was aborted, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't I know. I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't know any different, you know? So honestly... Some people might say that's cruel, but 
I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and, and, <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing is, is it's all perspective, it's all opinion, and people get so fucking wrapped up in like, oh, you're an asshole for saying that, but it's mm-hmm. like, I think a woman should have the choice to do that they want to. That's their bodies. You know what yeah. I mean? Us as men, we ejaculate. And then, you we know, just, we of, just kick back, we kick back <laughs> yeah. and like they, they carry the baby for nine months. They do all the mm-hmm. shit, all the power. And a lot of times men fucking leave their women like a little fucking bitch, you know what I mean? Right. And like when they have the responsibility of a child, mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, it's definitely in the power of the woman to keep that child or not. And if she doesn't want it, fucking do what you gotta do. Right. You know what I mean? If, if the dad's gonna be a fucking dick and gonna be unsupported the entire time. If you want to raise a child by yourself and have that hardship, but love the child in every way, fucking do that shit, man. But, mm-hmm. but if you can't handle that and, and he's not going to be supportive and that kid's going to have a fucking tough life and you know that, make the best choice that you can with your own opinion. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And like you said, the the baby's not going to know any different, mm-hmm. you know? But it is still the loss of a life, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a definitely 100% a potential life that you're ending. Yeah. People want to, you know, they want to say, like, you know, it's not a life. It's, you know, because it's unborn. There's no like, heartbeat or whatever. But Yeah, technically, but it's yeah. potentially, yeah, a living person, you know. See, in my eyes, I think that when it's the seed and the egg, you know, the sperm and the egg combining, that's mm-hmm. when that's a fucking life. It's mm-hmm. potential for life, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And at any point of that, you're you're killing a life, essentially. Mm-hmm. But it's really up to you where your morals are at as a person. I, I can't. I can't force you to have a, a certain opinion. I can't force you to have a certain action. And I, I, I would never change someone to think that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what you need to do at the bottom of your heart, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I guess I just try and look at it from like a realistic perspective. Like I wish everyone that had sex and got pregnant was like, you know, down Kid for it. Yeah. yeah. You're not idiots. You're, you know, fi- hopefully financially okay. Or, you know, like, and if not, you'll figure it out. Yeah. You know and, I mean? you know, I hope you want to have a kid. Like, it's a healthy thing. It's not like some unhealthy shit where you're, which a lot of it is, you're bad fucking people or something, you know, because, right. you know, I'll be real with you. I, I believe that most people shouldn't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, I there's too many, like, bad parents. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, there's a lot of people who, who I think don't believe themselves having a kid, but once they do, you know, it's beautiful to watch them become parents. Yeah, yeah, they'll step up to you know the play. It'll help them grow as a person. Yeah, well, yeah. There's a few that I know definitely that uh, impressed me. You know what I mean? And uh, watching them do what they do is makes me very proud. Yeah, like it can be a great thing as it should be, you know, but yeah. it can be really like bad. And at the end of the day, if you want to like say no abortion then I don't think you care about the kids because, well, I'll just allow this child to be born into an abusive household. See well, that or like, a, a product of rape, you know what I mean? Ex- like, yeah, that's, exactly. Those are the situations where I think that, like, abortions are very appropriate. If a woman got abused and she got raped and she has this, this child now that's out of rape, you know, she might have religious beliefs where she can't abort the child and that kind of stuff or moral implication with that, but... A lot of women don't want that baby. They don't want to have the 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 idea of that baby, and that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. seeing it grow up to be the face of the raper and that yeah. kind of stuff. You know what right? I mean? Oh yeah, that'd be fucking terrifying. I know. You know, imagine that reality every day, and that's why I think that it's it's very sticky to get rid of the abortion yeah. law. Yeah. You know, in those yeah. cases. Yeah, I'm totally pro choice. So. 
Yeah, pro- that's a great way to put it. And that's Fucking, what's the yeah. nomenclature, right? Pro-choice. It's choice. It's not you have to get an abortion. It's your choice. Yeah, because I don't think pro-life is pro-life. Like I said, it's like, so you're pro-having children being raised in horrible environments? Because yeah. that's what is a lot of the case, like, a lot of times. Right. So, I mean, I don't think that's very good. But. There's a possibility that child could become a lotus out of the mud. You know what I mean? Or become yeah, a rose exactly. the, yeah. out of the crack of the... They want to say, like, what if he discovers a cure for cancer? Yeah, great. That's, that's possible. And if not, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Or know. what if the child has severe depression and, and ends up committing suicide at some point, that kind of stuff. You what know, if he grows up to be a mass shooter? Yeah, and that happens. Anything could happen. So, yeah, it's such a weird topic. It's to a talk crazy about. world, It's man. like one of those, dude, babies and, like, children, that's, like, one of the craziest forms of, like, human freedom. Where like you know they say like I gotta have a license to fish, but I can just have babies whenever. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's fucking insane to think about too, isn't it? Like you should be kind of licensed to have a kid, maybe. But you do know? you think wouldn't there be so much outrage? Like oh, the state? Because it would have to be like the government, I guess, imposing like oh, you're only allowed like in China, only allowed one kid or something. And that's to prevent population. That's population control. And it I seems mean. like a dictator thing. You can't tell me that. And it's like you're right, but then again, at the same time, it's like <laughs> there's too many bad parents yeah and also it's for the betterment of the population in china you know that's the thing that that they have to think about you know what i mean it's it is restricting your fucking right to have a kid and then they fucked their shit up because they wanted they preferred like males and then there's all these like females in adoption and like all like a huge backwards way like too many females or too few male or whatever it was and like yeah, that that, that disrupts the mating process, right? If you have less females and more males, that's not going to be good for your yes, country. It's not good, you know. But I mean, like, yeah, if you tried to impose like an application, you got to pass certain things to be allowed to have kids or something. It's like, see, and that, I feel like people that's would tough. outrage or something. But it's like, but then again, it's like. You shouldn't be a piece of shit and have kids. So yeah, and and I, I agree with you completely. I think that like even if not on a paper, but a mental checklist of like, are we able to have this kid together? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Are we a not a toxic relationship? Are we solid as 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 you know man woman? You know what I mean in this relationship? You know, are we able to talk about our problems instead of getting upset with each other and, and yelling and screaming and throwing fucking shit? Or can we communicate and be good parents together and mm-hmm. be a good example for this? This child, yeah. essentially, <clears throat> I think that's uh, that. Those are important things to checklist and financial, you know, financial shit too, of course. But those are all things that can change, possibly, but or even change for the worse. Like for you the might worse. be financially set, and then oh, you lose your job. Yeah, fuck, and the fucking man. Great Depression happens again. Shit's tough. Which I think <laughs> is bound to happen any moment now. This I've uh, been following, like, you know. There's got to there's going to be like another housing crisis I think with like the market yes. bubble bursts again. I I assume it's going to be all the loans. Um the loans that are out right now cuz yeah. basically a lot of people don't understand how the banking system works in America or the world really. Mhm. But when you walk into a bank they don't have the money in the vault. I know. Like, people think that it's all in the vault. It's like, like they can loan out, like, a dollar, like, ten times or something like that. Before ratio. they fail. God. Yeah, <laughs> and it's fucking insane. So what you're doing is, really, you're getting a loan because they can write to whatever creditor that is getting the, the loan out. So let's go your, your, your car dealership, Dolph Ford, something like that. Not a paid advertisement by any means. <laughs> um, but Dolph Ford. 
you go there get a car and they do it alone well it's like they're you're pretty much promising the bank to pay them back the money that you're buying the car for because yeah. they don't have the money yeah but you're paying them the same money to go back into their account and then interest as well on top of that so you're paying them actually more money money that you already have but the bank it just has okay to say yeah this person is financially stable to pay back this money at this time yeah that's all it is and it's the big bank's fault that there ever was a depression and recession and shit and it's gonna because, happen again yeah you know, because back in the day what was it it was like the there was like know rumors that went around the stock market and created like a huge like chaos where it's like oh the market's gonna crash or what so everyone tried to like sell 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 yeah and then everyone tried to go to the bank and take all their money out at once and like well we don't have it exactly <laughs> like, they, oh, that's when they realized oops, oh fucking, this is fucked up you know what i mean it's like when everyone tries to withdraw their money at once <laughs> oops depression <laughs> like yeah that's what's gonna happen essentially because we all have money in the bank but they don't have the money in that bank i think the central banking thing is such a scam it honestly is. yeah because, I mean, they started that shit back in, like, 1907. Like, oh, it's never going to happen again. Like, there was, like, a financial scare way back then, from what I heard. Then they started, like, the central banking practices. Like, and then, oh, it's depression-proof. And, like, it happened again. It happened in 1920. There was, like, a scare. Same shit. And then it happened again for really bad in 29. Yeah, and then for throughout the, great the 30s. Depression. Yeah, so yeah. it's, like, dude, it's happened, like, three times already since it said, oh, never again. And like, even the, the the Great Recession that we had recently in 2008, you know, we're overdue for another recession, essentially. Yeah. And it's going to fuck up a lot of people, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that, like I said, the loans, because I know I have loans out that I'm paying down i'm a part of the system i'm right. sure everyone else I'm, if you you might have some loans too for that matter i don't know if you do or not but you we are like a slave to that particular system and if that crashes what happens to those possessions that we have loans on you know what happens to the things that like you know like what the fuck happens really i have no idea mm-hmm. you know because i think that college debt loans there's you know at least probably 10 people i know i do who have college debt loans and not paying shit on it at all yeah. just sitting there accumulating more interest and that's a huge fucking thing you know what i mean like mm-hmm. how is that sustainable you know if we both know 10 people imagine how many people there are in the world that are not paying their fucking college loans dude and like if you read statistics of like the average person has this much debt it's like how much like yeah jesus like, it's fucking insane but it's that's that's the thing in america is yeah we are over we're doing overconsumption. Uh, whether it's like food, um, you know, items like the iPhone, you know what I mean? The, a lot of people have loans on their phones, which is fucking insane. If you look at a, yeah. you know, like a phone company, you're uh, yeah. essentially as a loan, you're, you're paying them over time to pay for the phone. You know what I mean? You know, it's just an overconsumption uh, culture of America that's like going to basically kill ourselves yep. economically. Mm-hmm. Economically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of people with like personal uh, practices that aren't good, like you know people spending above their means and shit. And right, I know I've been a victim of that in the past. We all yeah. have, I'm sure. Yeah. But and then we have. But that. then again, the bigger problem is these fucking banks doing the basically doing the same shit. They're like spending above their means. They're doing too. the they're same like, fuck. They're promising X amount of dollars when they have, um, you know, uh, W amount of dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. They don't have. They don't have the X, you know. And, like, I think there's going to be a housing crisis. I don't know as far as, like, back in 08, you know, like, a lot of people lost their jobs and things like that. With 
I don't know if it's going to get that bad, but I think something's going to happen bad with the housing market. Probably. Sure. I've heard predictions. People say like 2020. All I know is that the interest rates are super fucking low right now, and they're predicted to stay that way maybe for the year. And, wow. And that can be good and bad. You know, it might help other people, you know, Catch buy up on homes. And shit. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, you could refinance and stuff. But then if it bursts, you know, bad things can happen. It's like you're paying a lot of money on a house it's not worth that anymore but i don't know just ride it out yeah the value will come back that's like i don't know it feels like a lot of times people freaking out in like times of you know maybe crisis or something like like it's like when your stock if you own stocks no the stock dropped a fucking shit ton and they're like oh no i gotta sell it it's like no you just gotta like wait Mm -hmm. because it'll go back up usually hopefully you know Usually the problems come from everyone like selling when the shit goes low. Right, and that's no, what, you that's don't what the sell shift when is. it's low. You buy when it's low. <laughs> yeah, that's what the shift is right there. Yeah, you know what I mean, and they're they're actually encouraging more buyers that are smart. You know, buy that. Like if Facebook, if Mark Zuckerberg said something fucking stupid, and it went down, like it would still go back up because of Instagram. Right, you know what I mean, that kind of stuff. Like we said with Elon Musk smoking weed. Yeah, <laughs> drop that, that stock thing like happened six percent, and now it's like up fucking like 50 percent or and you know some some smart motherfuckers uh went and bought at that drop of six percent and made insane returns their investment right now i'm sure Mm -hmm. they sold today Mm -hmm. you know what i mean oh yeah it's it's one of those things you know it's like you buy a disney stock and you know he's a racist or whatever and and it comes out (laughs) he's a racist well you know you buy it when it's low and then you know it's back up to where it's at because everyone forgets about it Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Oh, easily forget too. Yeah, more more nowadays than ever because the news cycle is so fast. Right, there'll be like a scandal every day. No one cares. Like or a in, in the next shooting. day. Yeah, I was fucking talking about today at my at my work actually about how desensitized we are to normal shit. You know, or, yeah, or all this bash that's happening now. You know, like school shootings and all these things. You know, it's like the news is so negative, and it's always towards that because of advertisements. And if they can show they have higher ratings, they can get more money obviously yeah and and that's what it is so they'll they'll put on the, the school shooter all fucking day long they'll put on anybody who does something bad all day fucking long to get the money in and that that fucking like pollutes the mind of the masses i feel like yeah and the same thing is happening online mm-hmm. and that's one of the the cons of like this early internet era like because we're just figuring out how to use like social media and shit and you know it's like oh everyone's addicted to their screens and social media and everyone's on their phone 24 7 and it's like and it you know studies show it's like everyone's depressed and it's unhealthy right the reason is it's all it's like an accident because of the algorithms now because you know you know like facebook it shows you more of like what you normally interact with what you like and so people are like sharing all ooh, climate change what oh trump did what all this mm-hmm. shit that's pissing them off and they keep reading more and sharing it and then so the algorithm is like oh you want to see more of this shit that it's pisses you off it up yeah it's literally it's like it's not really anyone's fault really it's just like the algorithm is set up to show you more of what you want but it's so easy to like find and read and share and like get upset about like fucked up shit Fucking so, exactly. So, you know, all, your whole news feed is just fucked up shit that's like depressing you and pissing you off. It's like, oh, this world's gone to shit. It's like, really, then, it's just like a cloud of like you're just seeing all the bad shit at once. It's like there's a lot of good shit, but yeah. you're just you're just looking at only the bad shit because exactly. And and then every once in a while you'll find that one good post of like a soldier doing something really cool or like doing a coming home thing or something like that. 
and that gets shared a few times, but it's majoritably the negative news. Mm-hmm. And I think what social media has done a very good job on is capitalizing on the rabbit hole to speak. You know, when you're at YouTube, right? You're on YouTube and you're oh, searching God. videos. Yeah. Oh, that's a related video. I'll, I'll watch that. And then it shows more of that kind of content. I think that's what social media has done to to a fucking T mm-hmm. to make you engage and stay on their fucking apps. So they can report back to avatars, say, hey, listen, we have people on here for 90% of the fucking day. You know what I mean? You will make money and your ad will be seen if you come shop with us. Right. You know? And it's murky waters navigating this uh, new social media internet stuff. Like, And again, hopefully that will even itself out too. It's a new frontier. Getting used to working this shit. Still got the training wheels on. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. But. What do you think about Instagram taking away the likes? Oh, have they done that already? They uh, they I not, heard talks about it. Yeah, so not yet on the on the all platforms, but they did a trial in Australia. I think it's really powerful. You know what I mean? Because that the likes are there, you can see them, but other people can't. Exactly. Correct? Yeah, so I think the, that's healthy, right? You get the validation that you want, but you, I think that's really good. It's very good. Can then no one the other people that are looking don't really have any way to compare. Mm-hmm. Say they're comparing you to like a grammy winning artist or something they might not know if they don't necessarily know who that person is like oh right. young scrimmage yeah sure he probably has a grammy too like this but you know exactly like but the comparison see, way right but. and and people i think are very subject to judge when they don't see amount of likes on a certain picture you know what i mean right so if they see like yes it's been an hour look at the time and the amount of likes it's been an hour. You have only 20 likes. I'm not going to like that picture. It's fucking lame, obviously. Why would I watch that video? It's only got 200 views when this one has fucking... Yeah, why does it like... have a million views? I'm going to watch that one instead. That's so not fair to the social platform. I think it might be good for creators. Fucking huge. That's so, the thing. It's huge we'll, for creators. We'll see how it rolls out. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I bet the follower count goes up like crazy. You know what I mean? I bet that goes fucking skyrocket because people will be more engaged with your content. The only no. thing is people are going to, like the artists or whoever themselves, or they can they can brag if they want to by screenshotting the likes that they can oh, see. And, and then they'll post and that. Like, okay, so whatever. Yeah, are there <laughs> insights and that kind of stuff too? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a shame. If he's not posting his insights, don't trust him. Like, he'll be saying <laughs> shit like that. Big like, news. <laughs> post your insights, bro. How many, you know, like <laughs> some shit like that. Matching and shit. Yeah. Oh, so. my God. We'll that, see. That's a possibility, man. But I think that might be a positive, though, having the likes be hidden or whatever. Yeah, I think it's very powerful, man. I, th- I think that's very, very good idea because how many people do you know that are fucking like constantly seeking validation on social media? Oh, God. And I use it for its real application of being a personal tool to express yourself. It's really depressing. It's fucking depressing. Well, you got a supercomputer in your pocket, and you could, you could, like, you could immensely improve your life by like using your phone in like smart ways. Using this thing. Yeah. Or you can just like ruin your life by like getting into Twitter arguments all day. What the fuck? Like, yeah, just hating yourself because you're and just like arguing. Because you're all judging, the time. comparing yourself to others. Like people who have the capacity of anger have a lot of suffering they need to deal with themselves. I think personally, mm-hmm. and people who have jealousy and despair in their hearts. That that's all poison in your system. You know what I mean? And when you see somebody like, if I was to look at Metro Boomin's likes. And be offended and, and call him like a pussy or something like that. He can never do what I do or something like that because I feel jealous and enraged. That's such a weak fucking move. If you feel yourself getting jealous and like this fucking feeling in your heart that like I'm better than that person. Why am I not getting these likes? You need to step up your own life I think in, in general and and make yourself feel more positively 
you know, affirmed with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because right. why are you judging yourself compared to other people? You know, why are you comparing and that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's important things to think about, you know? Yeah, comparison can, like, ruin your life. <laughs> right, and there's a lot of people who, who over-consume comparison. That's what I would call it, overconsumption of comparison. You know, that's what social media is. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. Yep. Everyone's got to have, like, flaunt their social media life when in reality it's, like, ain't shit, <laughs> you know, what right. they portray it to be. Yep. And that goes for anything in their personal life, their relationships or their job or something like that. It looks fucking grandiose, but behind the scenes, they're probably comparing themselves to the next guy and trying to match that dude. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think everyone's, like, an idiot. I think, like, the like the audience, as in, as in everyone who might see your stuff online or whatever, they're not necessarily all idiots. Like, if they're a genuine person, I think, like, smarter people that are genuine can start to see through that. Like, you might be able to tell in certain ways if someone is, like, trying to just flex for social media or mm-hmm. something in comparison to someone who's just, like, posting, like real shit that's like not even like impressive it's like wow this is really what this person is like like mildly interesting i like this yeah type of stuff right even showing like you know if you try to act like a baller all the time but you you know someone might you you could post something embarrassing of yourself or something like a comedic way even sure it's like oh this person is like genuine like they're not Mm -hmm. like trying to put up some fake image and those might be the types of people that gain more uh following i guess sure you're following because they they try to confirm the validation across the masses mm-hmm. by showing their luxurious lifestyle and shit yeah i get that yeah i don't know yeah i think that's uh that's it's just, it's a it's like a plague really and it's causing a lot of depression and anxiety it's horrible for like kids yes like if you're a teenager or younger and Fuck. God, even, I remember even when i was coming time. up you know in high school and shit dude fuck man like that's when it really started kicking off and like, you know, the popular people would get the fucking all the likes and you post something like get 20 or 30 likes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you have that comparison and that's how it starts. It's very young and very innocent, but then it like gets worse and worse. You know, I'm so glad like I'm not in like school anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it'd be a tough climate nowadays, especially if you were, it sucks if you're a kid that was like bullied or anything, mm-hmm. you got to take that shit home with you now. Yeah. Before you could just like leave it at school or you know, and get pissed off at your house about it, but you can, you can at least escape. You can self-diagnose what's happening and like, mm-hmm. you know, go to your video games. But let's say some guy hops on Xbox Live and goes to your school and bullies you on fucking the internet that mm-hmm. way. You know what I mean? That could happen too. Yeah. You know, it's fucking it's gotta be rough, man. It's rough, man. It's, like... it's a dog eats dog world out there. And I think people should stop being dogs, be more like puppies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Start loving. I think, I think all the good people are, coming around we just there's you know there's a lot of assholes out there but yeah either we'll do away with them or change them (laughs) they have to change themselves yeah as far as i'm concerned fuck those people man right i live my life in their terms right never will never will have never have never will there you go yeah man oh no I gotta get you out of here, man. That's right. I do have a session here at eight o'clock in four minutes. So we I went down the rabbit hole a bit there, man. Fucking insane, man. That was a great conversation. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Wish we'd keep going, but we'll get you back in here again someday. Of course, why not? Hell yeah, sir. Well, tell them social media shits. So you can, uh, like we discussed before the podcast, you can Google me if you want to, uh, Young Scrimmage, um, uh, or on all social media handles. I'm Young Scrimmage, Y O U N G S C R I M M A G E. 
Um, also, I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, and all streaming services. So check me out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's funny we we're just talking about all this social media shit. Now go watch him flex on social exactly, media. Exactly. Yeah. He's very. He's so much better than you. Sometimes. The music is though. Right. Hell I'm yeah. a very humble man, but I'm better <laughs> than you. It's fine. So much better than you, dude. <laughs> Don't even try. Hell yeah, dude. Well, thank you again for being here. Of course, it was my pleasure. Very fun. It was an honor. Yes, sir. Well, I guess until next time, we'll see you around. Adios. Goodbye.